back ladies and gentlemen it is thursday march the 26th 2020 the year of our lord who has got to be looking down and laughing at all this right now because what else are you supposed to do but laugh ladies and gentlemen it's another glorious week it's snowing outside which tells me that i'm still living in halifax nova scotia (laughs) but but thankfully i don't have to shovel it yet it's supposed to be like like seven or eight degrees all weekend, so it's going to be gone. That's fine. It can, you know what? It's just enough snow to give the, the nostalgic feeling, and so I'm okay with that. Uh, mm. We got another Technology Podcast for you today, guys. Uh, I tell you that it's going to be a fantastic show, like I always do, so I will. It's going to be fantastic. But my God, is news thin, and I can't imagine why. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but as always, we are capable of turning just about nothing into something. And we're going to continue. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's what, we, it's what <laughs> so, we've always done. It's what, it's what we've Spoiler made a, alert. a reasonable income on for 10 years doing. <laughs> we'll continue to Bucket. make the magic happen. Mr. Black, how was your week? Um, you know what? It's been a good week, man. I'm, I'm sort of back in the, um, I'm back on the grind really. Um, my knees, st- my knee is still fucked by the way. So like, I haven't been able to do physio because physio has been closed. Um, I took two weeks off physio cause I was closing on that house. Mm. And then when I was getting ready to go back, the physio was closed. So now mm. I'm doing like exercises here at home and shit, but you know, I'm just not moving around enough. My shit's like, cause I'm sitting on the, at the computer too much and my shit's just like season up. It's not nearly as bad as what it was, but it, it's definitely a, it, it was feeling better and better each week, and then now it's it's back to salt. So, uh, um, you know, it is what it is. Other than that, been pretty good. Um, since last time, I had tenants move in. Got the keys uh, to the top unit last night. You know, it's crazy when you got to tell the, the last people to, like, place the keys on the kitchen counter and leave the door unlocked. And then I go in there and I got gloves on. I'm like going in there and then I got to like wipe down the keys and I had to do a walk, like a, make an, an out inspection and stuff. So it's just a little, it's a little weird what's going on with the world right now. It's, it's true. Uh, uh, like, and then I, my mom's going to clean the place. So I took the keys over to my mom's place and I had to like leave them outside her door and then knock on the door and then walk to my car and like, yeah, the keys were on the ground there and she picked them up. So I'm like, <laughs> man, this is just craziness. Like, it's just wild, bro. Like, we're, I know I, it might be a little bit too precautionist, but I'm trying to, you know, do as much social distancing as humanly possible because there is no such thing right now as yeah. too much. It's, so, it's, it's, you're basically how much can you bear and do that and then add another 10%. It's just, yeah, just, <laughs> what i've been doing so you know it's what our whole family has been doing i haven't seen my parents in a while um i mean we facetime them and stuff so they can see kai and shit but like it's just been weird um good news i'm used to being cooped up in the house so for me it's i mean it's it's whatever for me the only thing i do miss is like going out and getting sushi or like 
just going out and grabbing a coffee and just kind of like uh, doing my sort of my rituals I do a few times a week. But, mm. you know, I think I think is. the change, too, is that is that even I know for me. So obviously both you and I spend a lot of time just sitting in our rooms, working, streaming, whatever the fuck. We're used to being in the, in the house the vast majority of the time anyway. But that's always been a choice. But now it's like the choice has been more or less taken away. And so even yeah. though we wouldn't normally be going out or anything crazy like that, because we we don't really have the choice, it still feels like I'm more restricted now. Yeah. Even though I'm not it's really true. like I'm not I'm not that yeah. much more restricted. Obviously within the house, so what we have here because my grandmother's still living here, mom can't get sick because mom has to take care of Nan. Yeah. And so uh, and dad's the designated grocery getter because he falls under the senior stuff. So when senior hours come up, he can go do that if necessary. Although he didn't do that this week because the snow was coming today and didn't want to risk mm. not being able to get out. Um, but, you know, uh, Em and I have to basically stay downstairs at all times. The three of us, dad, Em and I use the, the basement bathroom. Mom and Nan exclusively use upstairs. We move Nan's um like uh mechanical chair it's like a chair that will like raise up so she can stand up easier and stuff like that we have a chair like that for her we moved mm-hmm. all that into her bedroom we squeezed it into her bedroom at the end of the hall with her bed and shit uh and so she basically just stays in that it's like eight by ten room 24 hours a day short of going to the washroom she eats her meals in there everything is in there her tv is in there uh and then mom and dad sleep mostly separate uh, because dad's leaving the house. When I go upstairs, I have to wash my hands every single time down here before I go upstairs because Em and I are together down here. And then uh, when I'm in the kitchen, I don't talk because it's droplet spread, so I'm literally a mute mm-hmm. when I'm in the kitchen. I just do exactly, I only do exactly what I need to do, no more, no less. And then get the fuck out of and there. And then get the fuck out of the kitchen. Mom's not in yeah. the kitchen when I'm in the kitchen. She's making the dinners. The plates are there. I go upstairs. I get them. I go back downstairs. Like <laughs> there it's, you go. It's like, no, it's like nothing. I make di- I make like lunch and, and breakfast, but only when everyone else is out of the kitchen. And, and it's just like this weird... So, like, I'm talking even less to my parents than I would normally because when I'm upstairs, I'm, like, trying to be, you know, efficient and get the fuck out. So that's, it's, it's, it's weird. Day-to-day life is not dramatically different insofar as that we do sit in the house all the time, but it's different enough that it does feel like I'm sort of in a jail cell, even though it's no different Mm -hmm. than any other day of the week almost uh, for me. So... It's, um, yeah, it's been uh, an interesting experience to say the least. And, uh, it's been really interesting to hear some of the older, uh, people that I know, you know, like mom and dad, obviously to a degree, uh, and then like my grandmother talk about how it reminds them. It reminds them of like wartime where everyone has to do really specific shit and you're not really seeing other people all that much. And you're just off on your own devices, and 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 the streets are empty, and, and everything's just yeah, fucking it's bare. Crazy. It's, it's, crazy. it's it's kind of similar to that, except instead of uh, you and I having to go hold a gun and die probably within the first forty eight minutes of of landfall, I'd be no good. Uh, other than that, well, instead of doing that to save our country, we have to stay inside and do dick all, which apparently, unfortunately, for a lot of people in our age bracket, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to do, and is, a, tough, a tough pill to swallow. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I had some idiot on my Facebook that was just running his mouth about about the coronavirus and like saying it's a big fucking overblown hoax and 
uh it's like a big conspiracy thing i dude i literally just had to delete him off my facebook i'm like man i this is it's been a great way to weed out people that you just don't ever want to have to talk to ever again like i don't give a fuck it's it's hurting old people not me it's like dude you are you are a fucking moron straight up <laughs> like we've we've all known that we've been living with these people for a long time it's just that this situation has yeah. made them so much more visible than they have been in the past yeah. it's absolutely yeah. nuts watching the spring breakers in florida oh, in the last week made me i actually felt physically ill I, because yeah. just looking at them just looking at the people they interviewed already i wanted to punch some of them in the face because they just had that punchable face to begin with especially yeah. that like rosy cheeked fucking blonde haired idiot that that was making the rounds, or the girl yeah, all the man. same. Yeah, yeah man. man. I played yeah. this like three months ago. I can't possibly do that. Yeah, you know, just out here yeah. living her life and just being free, man. Like, uh, I think I think what people need to understand is like, yeah, you know what? It might not affect us the way that it affects others, but it's our responsibility to also make sure that we're not making the problem worse and spreading yes. it to people that can be that can kill them yes. or you know really fuck them up, right? Yes. I, you know, yeah. Do I think that some of this is really blown way out of proportion to a degree? I do. But at the same time, I also said that a month ago when it wasn't so big mm. and the shit can get fucking even more real in another month or two months. So, you know, you know what? Even if it is overblown to a certain degree and and and, and the, the media just kind of makes everybody go crazy and stuff. I don't care. Uh, I'm still going to do my part. I'm going to distance myself. I'm going to do everything I can in my power because I don't want to be that fucking guy that accidentally or purposely, because if you're going out and fucking around and you want to, and you want to go out and just do you because you know, fuck the world. You are, you are quite literally given zero fucks about your, Mm. your fellow, your fellow man and Mm. you can kill somebody literally. So, you know, the answer is no. The thing, the thing that I thought about too, when it comes to the elderly is that not all of them, but there is still a, a, a number of elderly that did fight in wars previous that are still alive mm-hmm. right now. And if, if that that, that went and did things that, that, that the guys that we saw interviewed during spring break would be literally incapable of accomplishing mm-hmm. and coming back alive. So that that fucking idiot can pay $48 for shit water piss beer in Florida, of all places, where they just do some bath salts and fucking meth and drink shit beer on a beach that's covered in in whatever the fuck, and fought in that war for that? For that kid, yeah. and then you're gonna yeah. go out and do that shit, and, and then say this. fuck exactly. the old people. Nah, bro. Yeah, no. nah, I'll send you. you I'll send you into the sun long before I send fucking some ninety year old dude that's put the life on the line so that you don't vote, complain about politics, go to the beach, get drunk, spread this virus like it's fucking the plague, and then just say nah, bitch, it ain't about me, so I don't care. Straight and, up. And you know what? Like that that happens in more than just the states though. I mean, we saw it happening in Australia as well. We have idiots here in Canada. But I will say this is that there seems to be a disproportionate disproportionate number of people in the states that are just not taking this shit that seriously. And um including freedom, the, including the president. Unfortunately, it's, it's, that motherfucker wants my- everyone to go back to work inside the next week. And I can't even begin to describe to you the levels of insanity. And not only that, what made me laugh, what made me chuckle, and apparently there's a, there's a Twitter hashtag trending right now uh, because of it, whereby apparently there, the president has considered putting military personnel 
at the border between the U.S. and Canada, which is the largest, by the way, demilitarized border or non-guarded border in the world, because they're afraid that Canadians are going to want to come into the country that have the disease. And I stopped for a second. People were like, okay, first of all, without the disease, my ass don't want to be in America. But with you telling everyone to go back to work and with basically the country going to be the epicenter of this disease in the next, oh, week, nobody fucking wants to go to your country. Not even your own citizens want to be in that country right now. And you're thinking that Canadians are going to waltz across the fucking border for what end? Like, to what end? He wants to put military like it's it's I lunacy. I am I barely moved from my neighborhood, so it's fucking you know, we'll go l- lunacy. Anyway, what do we have for gaming? We got related gaming related news. news. We we do have some of that. Actually, well, my week I'll tell you what my week was. Animal Crossing. Um. Uh. uh Warzone, you jumped on that train. Warzone. Well, I bought it for M, and so I've been playing it with her in in my off time off stream. Okay. Uh, so Animal Crossing, Warzone, obviously, that I switched off of and then yesterday started up, uh, as we were talking about the other week, uh, coincidentally, uh, Subnautica started that back up again <clears throat> because, uh, and we can talk about it uh, if, we, if you want, our experience with Warzone, because we never talked about it last week, we forgot to talk about that uh, yeah. after we had played it a bunch. So what's been, uh, what's been your, uh, have you still been playing it in the last few days or have you? Have yeah, you... I played it, I played it yesterday. Um, I've just been like, the RP has been juicy and it's kind of like, yeah, I've kind of been deep back into that. Um, can you turn me down to your headphones a bit? Cause I'm hearing myself through your microphone. Oh yeah, sure. Mm, There we go. Bless. Um, yeah, no, I love Warzone. I think Warzone is, um, I think it's the best battle royale it's ever made. Hmm. I'm just gonna throw it. I'm just gonna throw it out there, um, and that's coming from a guy that loves to hate on Call of Duty. Uh, so I think it's a nice mix. It, it's it's a it's a not as chaotic um, Apex without all the crazy abilities, and they really improve from the Black Ops one, where the where the um, the inventory and shit they had going on in that last one was just fu- like that was like playing a whole nother game. Mm. Uh, like you're playing two different games. You're playing the inventory game and trying to figure out what items were what and stuff. That shit was just a, a dog shit of a mess. It was a bad game. It was a horrible game. Like yeah. it was really, really horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And uh, they, I think they made good on that mistake and made some changes. I think they got a little bit of inspiration from Apex um the pacing works well i like that they have solos now as well um they still have the three man which is good i still haven't tried the other mode that they have where you collect money and stuff mm-hmm. um which i hear is really a lot of fun uh but in terms of the battle royale itself i think it's um is it perfect no i mean there's no there's no perfect uh battle royale uh, mm-hmm. there's no really no mm-hmm. perfect competitive game in my opinion uh, the closest thing we had to that was like, you know, Starcraft. And that was still, you know, st- still wasn't perfect um, in terms of competitive. And, you know, I'll, I, I'll go on the record and say, I think that this Battle Royale, by far, the closest thing to it in terms of, I think, uh, the, the next best thing is Apex. Uh, but... I still feel like Apex, now that I've played some COD, Mm. I feel like Apex is too much. I think there's too much going on. Um, I think it's loud. I think it's chaotic. And what's really, really nice about 
uh, Warzone is it's fast play, fast paced, like a regular team deathmatch in COD, which is what made COD really popular. And then on top of that, they have the ability to bring yourself back. So I love the fact that you can fight it out one v one against somebody. Although I hate the fact that there's explosives and grenades in that, mm. but. I still love the idea that you can fight your way back in. And then it's relatively easy to collect enough money uh, to bring down a friend if they go out. So when you're playing in, uh, when you, when, and I also find there's less rage when you do that too. I find this game doesn't make me rage as much when I die because you, you're given a second and sometimes a third chance uh, to get into the, into the fights. And it feel like when you go into a game, you've got a solid 15 minutes to a half hour experience per battle royale which is great instead of some other ones where you're sitting in lobby forever you're waiting you get in then you get killed instantly you don't find a gun you're like fuck i gotta do it all over again immediately and there's too much downtime i find the fact that you can be brought back not only if you get camped and cucked or you fall on the ground you don't get a gun and you get killed you have another chance to get back in and a lot of the times you when you go back down you can get right back into it you can land on a loadout you can uh, land away from from people so i think that they've they've just and 150 people too makes it feel fast-paced um which which i think is needed and uh i gotta say if i had to rate the battle royale out of 10 it's a solid nine the only things that i can shit on the game for is the sound design uh because it's hard to hear sometimes a lot of the times if there are people running around you but then you can also blame it on well some people also have um, the the perk where you can't be heard very well, or or they might have the the uh, the item, the the ghost item or whatever, you can run around and not be heard. So it's a little it's a little kind of all over the place with that. So the sound design, um, and the other thing is the grenades and stuff inside the the gulag or whatever it is. Uh, I don't like that. Other than that, dude, I think it's a damn near perfect battle royale. I think it's damn near per. I think they, uh, Activision, crushed it with this. I I just have to admit it. So that's yeah. what I think. That's what I think about the game. I think it's I, amazing. I, really I, do. I agree. I, I agree uh, that uh, right now you've got you've got your two flavors of battle royale. I think you're going to choose Apex because you like abilities, or uh, and and the team play with abilities, or you're going to go with Warzone because you're not a fan of uh, abilities and uh, and you're just looking for more of a straight kind of run and gun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think they both do it extraordinarily well in their own in their own rights. They both have their problems, obviously. Apex has, uh, for the most part, reduced their issues down um, to just a, a couple of things that uh, are relatively easy. Apex's problems tend to lie mostly in. Uh, the balance of the abilities, which is always the, seems to be the case with ability-based stuff, the, the abilities, abilities yeah. always the it it's it's, diff- it's difficult enough to to balance guns by themselves in these yeah. games. Then you add abilities to the mix, and it's and it's just a nightmare to try and fix yeah. it. Now, mind you, some of the abilities, some of the some of the balance things issues that people have with Apex right now are pretty brain dead easy fixes they're they're not like things that you could write a, a long novel about why they're they're they need to be changed it's more like they're so blatant that they're just an easy fix uh but i i do enjoy warzone currently anyway more than i enjoy apex as a whole 
Most of that is because I've always, with Battle Royales, enjoyed more of a just run-and-gun experience versus having abilities. That's probably just because I'm an old man and I only want to be able to focus on shooting a motherfucker and not, not worrying about using abilities and teamwork yeah. and shit like that. It's, um, yeah, it's not a MOBA. Like, it's, it's, it's not, MOBA. yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it, it, like, I appreciate both, both ways, but I, I, I personally, I always lean towards the, the running gun. So I, I like it. I like it for that. Um, I do think that it is an extraordinarily competent, uh, battle royale. I'm surprised that they get it as right as they did out of the gate yeah. after the last yeah. one. Um, I was. And this is right out the gate too. You're right, yeah. man. Like there, there's been no like major patches or you know. Like they almost brought nothing from their last one, which tells me they basically scrapped the entire thing and then just started over, um, yep. which they needed to do because as you you were saying, and, and I agree, the last one, I think everyone agrees, uh, Blackout was a poor game, not just as a battle royale, but it was a poor game in general, and there wasn't a lot of redeeming qualities about Blackout, so. Yep. And you had to pay for it. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't free, <laughs> which was like crazy. probably the craziest part about Blackout, right? Yeah. Um, I think that I think that um, that even though it is really good, like you said, and, it, and it's and not every game is perfect. There are some things that that uh, after my honeymoon phase with it ran up. Like I can be salty at games all day and still play them for ten hours at a time, it's just the way that it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, eventually, like this week, I hit a wall where I just couldn't I couldn't deal with some stuff anymore uh, because it was just like a death by a thousand cuts. The hacking is a major problem in that game right now. Mm-hmm. PC hacking, and I, I feel for the PlayStation players because they're already up against quite a challenge trying to take on keyboard and mouse players. Um, and then you add PC hackers to the mix that they don't have to deal with normally in a console environment or very, very rarely in a console environment. And I can't imagine how frustrating it is for the console side to have to be putting up with that shit. Um, it's blatant. It's really obvious, uh, when it's happening and it's frequent enough that, um, I haven't experienced it yet, or at least to the point where I've noticed it. So, I've, and I've, I've played like, I probably pay like 50 hours of the game, so I've, I haven't seen it yet. I have uh, you. Maybe you ha- you might you might have and just not noticed it. Noticed it. Possible. I mean, yeah. the first day that I played it, I have that clip of a dude yeah. hacking. Like the first fucking day that I played it, uh, and that was that was only a few days after the game came out. So um, uh, I'm starting to see articles now written about it as well uh, that that are, are coming up about talking about the hacking in the game. And it is, it happens in, like, all PC. It happens in Apex, too. There are hackers in oh, Apex. Apex had it it's bad. Real bad. They've been real battling bad. that forever. And that was because of the engine that the game was built on, where old hacks just so happened to fucking work for the this game, even though it was new, because it was the source engine-based. Um, so that, that's been a problem for me. That, but that wasn't what drove me nuts. What slowly drove, drove me crazy, honestly, the majority of it was, and this, these are going to sound silly, Throwing grenades in that game is the most unintuitive, random-feeling experience of any first-person shooter I've ever played. I have two experiences with grenades. I either throw them like a limp-wristed paraplegic, uh, or I throw them to the fucking moon. Those are the two modes of grenades in that game. I've, I've had instances where I've lost entire conflicts just because I've gone to throw a simple grenade about 15 feet and it will like limp dick itself five feet in front of me, hit a piece of concrete and just die and there's nothing there. I've also uh, got tired of when I do finally throw grenades and they're literally inside the anus cavity of my enemy 
that they do almost nothing. Like they, yeah, it's it's the there's armor. a perk yeah. and armor. So you can, yeah. if, you oh, yeah, EOD, if you have EOD, if you have EOD plus armor, you could yeah. be in a fight and like there have been no more, you know, what you've probably seen since you played yesterday, as the game has progressed, even in team play, there's been more and more instances where people are holding down buildings. It's mm-hmm. been more and more common. And um, you'll get in instances where, uh, and I've had a lot in the last couple of days where I'll have, uh, you'll have sniper shootouts. Where people will be in a house, and you might not be in a house, you'll be behind a rock with your team or whatever, and you're having a who can hit who in the head first. Uh, and, and if you're lucky, you down two of the three members, and then you push as fast as you can, because people get rezzed in like three seconds in the yeah. game. So you push as fast as you can. So you down a couple, you throw a grenade in, you see a hit marker, and it doesn't kill anyone, and then you end up losing the battle because they're still holding the house, and you're now standing right in front of the fucking doorway, and you just fucking die. Um, mm. It's... Uh, that, I don't use grenades. I think I may have thrown, like, five grenades since I've played, because I, I, I go with the heart rate sensor, yeah, and then uh, I have uh, I go I run something else. I don't even bother with grenades because they don't do much, and so I, I'd rather have the other perks. It's hard for me. It's from like from from Apex, from from um, from PUBG and stuff. I, I have shit ingrained in me that's really hard. That seems counterproductive in this game. Like for example, not going right for the head uh, all the time when you're in close, like relatively close quarters. And when I'm, mm. my mind is trained to shoot somebody in the chest because I'm in full yeah. auto and in every yeah, other too. game, your gun is like, <laughs> like all over the place. but then you remember you're playing call of duty and every gun is a laser. And so I'll, I have, I have fights where I have, even when I have shot somebody in the head, when I'm full armored nonstop shot first, MP7, almost highest fire rate in the game, in their head, and I'm still losing the fight. And that happens so frequently that what happened was it changed how I play where I go sniper rifle. Then what my frustration became was, I have another clip where I downed, I'm not even fucking with you, I have video, 15 times, 15 times in one fight in a five minute period. 15, and these aren't these aren't close sniper shots. I'm doming people headshots on the run in between cover like a god. And down 15 times, I asked the chat to count. And we lost the engagement because somebody airstruck and we were in a building and still got hit by a precision strike. And we would get fucked. So, like, like stuff like that started building up on me. And the sound is like the last little water yeah. drop of the Chinese torture. Where even if it's, even if it's, there are instances where there's dead silence, which is that perk that you can pick up, uh, mm-hmm. that field upgrade. Yeah. Those are obvious because even after they kill you and they run away, it's, it can't is dead anything. sight. You can't hear shit. Yeah. But so often in that game, entire teams can literally r- full sprint across metal beams three feet from you, and you're in, you can't hear shit. And then you get lasered in the back of the head and you die. And that stuff mm-hmm. just piled up. And I was like, you know what? I need to step the fuck away from this game. It's driving me nuts. Um, but I do think that it is right now. The most complete battle royale. I like the gulag. I agree with you. The grenades and gulag. I think everyone agrees. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, they shouldn't be in there. Um, yeah. I like. I do like the gulag. I in regards to people being picked up really quick and some engagements being difficult because of that. I do wish that they in- introduce something where if you get down multiple times, the window of time in which you can get rezzed gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, it takes it takes longer. No, no, in terms of like you bleed out faster. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. So then eventually, you can't just be in a house and lose yeah. a sniper battle 48 times and just keep playing your wrist over and over yeah. and over again, especially because the gulag is there. You know you're going to get a backup chance. So if you lose a fight and get down, let's say, three times, just get sent automatically to the gulag and not be able to get picked up. And it reduces the amount of long-range engagements the games have where it just frustratingly ends in people literally giving up and running in opposite directions and saying, fuck it, I'll hopefully see you at the end of the circle when we're all standing around with full autos inside of 30 feet. Uh, but fantastic game. I do recommend it to people. It's free, thank God. It's not like Blackout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a weird choice. Um, and hopefully they do uh, they do continue to work it. The other thing is, is that right now, because everyone's home, the servers are getting, oh, getting hammered. Yeah, everything's getting fucked. So and it's not even just them. No, it's I mean, not it's just them. It's yeah, everyone. Everything. It's yeah. it's everyone. It's real bad. Netflix, so, everything is getting wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite something to watch. Uh, all right. News! Half-Life Alex landed, Jeff. They brought that bad uh, boy out. And, yeah. uh, and as you might imagine, critically and user reviews, pretty much all thumbs up right now. They're about the same score on Metacritic right now. Uh, only about 30 reviews critic-wise. I think it was 33. About so just shy of 300 user reviews on Metacritic to this point. Um, How long is the game? Do we know? Um, I don't know. I tried to find that out. And I don't know. My somebody guess in is chat, six to eight hours. Somebody in chat might be able to say how long it is, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't find out. Uh, but it came out as you could imagine. The game is good. Uh, as we also, I think we discussed before, it was never about the quality of the game. It was the, it was how long it was likely to be. Uh, so we're seeing fifteen to and sixteen hours? to t- twenty hours. Hey. Okay. Fantastic. That's, good. that's a that's real good. good length. That's that's great. Um that's more, I dig way it. more than I thought it was going to be. It's it's still I think for uh it's still I think a super expensive buy-in, but at least seemingly from what I've read, at least if you're looking for the definitive VR experience right now, that's the game. It smashes and I've seen developers, other like game developers, talk about this: is that this game is basically going, basically going to be the game that other developers chase after for mm-hmm. VR for a few years now. Uh, it's it's kind of way it's it's taken the, the the mantle and fucking ran with it, uh, and it's and it's infinitely better than everything else in the VR space, which it needs to be if you're going to do a Half Life game in VR, and people are going to have to shell out as much money as they as they are to to get their hands on it. Um, in that respect, they did finally talk about why Alex was not Half-Life 3 instead, and they said because they wanted to to do a VR, uh, experience within the Half-Life universe, uh, because to them, Half-Life has always been partially, and we discussed this before, partially about, um solving unique problems within the gaming space. It's like the original Half-Life games, it was their physics engine, now it's VR. Um, because of that, and they knew that if they did a Half-Life 3 in VR, that it would exclude too many people within the fan base, that they decided to fill this gap in between Half-Life 1 and 2, or, or between Episode 1 and 2, I can't remember which one it is now, uh, that Alex exists, I think it's between Episodes 1 and 2, that that made more sense because it would still allow them to do a Half-Life game with VR 
And yes, they're excluding obviously a lot of Half-Life fans, especially since Half-Life 3 doesn't exist, but it but they didn't want to do 3 because they knew it would exclude even more people. They're not going to do 3 doing anyway. that way. So, I mean, the way they're talking about it makes me makes it sound like they're going to without directly or even ma- like in in an indirect way. I think, I think you're going to get I think you're going to get Left 4 Dead 3 before you'd ever get Half-Life 3. I have to imagine that they are going to do it at some point. Um, but, I, yeah, either way, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's a great game. If you, have the, if you have the big dick computer already, uh, then you just have to buy the VR headset. If you just. already have both of those, congratulations, you're, uh, you're off to the races. Um, but, uh, it seems like if you have the capability and you have it in front of you, um, it is a game that it's a definitive VR experience. So if you have a VR headset and you don't play it, you've basically wasted your money is, <laughs> is where we're at right now with VR headsets. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Next up, uh, Dolby clarifies something. So. Remember we were talking about the PlayStation 5 stuff? We talked about their ace in the hole, or one of their aces in the hole anyway, other than the, the solid-state drive, being their 3D audio. Um, that crazy audio that they're putting all sorts of money and, and research and development efforts into to give this crazy uh, new experience with audio on as many mm-hmm. devices as possible. So when, they were, when, when, Cerny, when Mark Cerny was talking about that in his presentation, he mentioned, Adobe, uh, he mentioned Dolby Atmos, and discuss the fact that two things. One, you have to have Dolby Atmos certified gear in order for it to work, which is not wrong. That still stands, obviously, as correct. Um, The other thing that he mentioned, though, that that they came out to clarify was that Cerny said that Atmos was capped at 32 sources, audio sources. So you could only, Atmos would, have only, would only be capable of producing sound from 32 different sources within the 3D audio space. Versus the hundreds that the PlayStation 5's audio chip was going to do. So Atmos came out and said, we love what Sony is doing with 3D audio. We think it's fantastic that they're uh, tackling this as well. But we have to clarify that that shit ain't it. Uh, we can in fact produce hundreds of audio sources within Atmos. We just don't right now because the, uh, uh, mostly because hardware is not, has not presented itself in order to do so, uh, is what they clarified. So as it turns out, we will have to now see if with the Xbox series X where the, where they have 3d audio chip on board and is Dolby Atmos supported, if Atmos will now chase after having greater than 32 sources to to uh, enable games, for example, uh, in the space. And that would, yeah. that would even though they're Dolby Atmos certified stuff, it's not like Atmos is going to put out three products uh, to, to use this shit. No. I mean, my cell phone has Dolby Atmos for God's sake. Like, it's not that hard to find shit that's running it. Um that would kind of take the wind out of the sails of the PlayStation 5 just a little bit, uh, because the way Cerny was talking about it made it sound like that was there was the definitive way of having yeah, all no. these audio sources. It. As it turns out, it. they're not. All right. So there you go. 
GameStop, which Jeff, as we discussed last week, uh, as, uh, as self-proclaimed an essential service <laughs> during this crisis, uh, because they sell, and I quote, USB cables and webcams, amongst Ooh. other things that are vital, of course, to work-from-home folks and, and otherwise. Finally had to close stores in, in several locations, uh, notably California and I can't remember the other state off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure I can't even remember if they've closed all of them. If they haven't yet, hurry up and just fucking close them all. Well, don't worry. They're going to go bankrupt soon. Yeah. So uh, see, gonna be, and this pandemic is going to actually kill them. That's the reason why they, <laughs> they're trying their hardest to not close. Here's, because this close is literally going to kill GameStop. It's over. Oh, Pennsylvania was the other place. So here's the problem. Their employees started quitting because, uh, because of this, because they were going, hey, guys, uh, you're basically breaking the law by staying open right now. You're not essential. I'm not going to risk my health to stand in a fucking GameStop selling yeah. shit, pop for figurines yeah. Fuck from, you. for minimum wage. It just ain't happening. So they started ain't quitting. Happening. So Good. now they're, they're starting to close down more stores. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, GameStop, I hate to tell you, you're not essential. You're, 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 you're arguably not essential even without a pandemic. Yeah. With you're one, obsolete. you are definitely, undeniably, unquestionably not essential. You want to uh, buy a webcam during a <laughs> pandemic, order it on Amazon, all right? Yeah. And be done with it. Or almost anywhere other, I mean, okay, how many people do you know of? That have ever bought a webcam from a GameStop. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know they sold them. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know anybody that buys games from GameStop. <laughs> I, I'm actually not even joking. Well, like, I actually don't know anybody that buys games from GameStop now. They have their waves because with Animal Crossing, people were lined up, of, like ignoring the social distancing thing, lined up in droves outside of many places. Oh to get their God. physical copies that they pre-ordered of Animal Crossing or otherwise. So, but you're not wrong. In general, I mean, the, the, you go into a GameStop now, and it's it's pop figurines, board games, keychains, uh, random paraphernalia, and then and there's used, like and used old games, and then there's like a corner. They don't even really sell old games anymore, really. I mean, there's like a corner of video games. And that's like the entire fucking store, like statues it's a and shit. Store now, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's 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 a it's, joke. It's not essential, is what it is. Doom Eternal landed as well, Jeff, alongside of Animal Crossing, mm. and uh, uh, just like uh, what was it that came before it? <sighs> Wolfenstein, I think, was the other one that this happened with, uh, but it released with two EXE files in the folder. The DRM EXE file, which is like the copyright one, the Mm -hmm. protection uh, EXE file. But then it released with a plain-ass executable um, with no DRM whatsoever, also in the folder. So some employee, stealth fucking hamstrung the DRM within Doom Eternal and uh, just slipped that little bad boy in there. There you go. On release. Uh, which, uh, which a number of things happened with that. One, obviously, Yarhar fiddledy fucking D, uh, being a pirate is all right with me, uh, is mm-hmm. one of those two, two things. Being, it's being stolen like a motherfucker. You right do now. not need to crack DRM if the EXE 
has no DRM. Two, it allowed people to once again directly compare running a game with DeNuvo DRM and without and comparing the performance. And as it turns out, holy shit, there's a massive impact impact on performance within the game within the DRM version. Uh, so, uh, which has uh, been a major reason why people have hated, especially this version of, of DRM for years, is that it does impact severely the perform- uh, performance of the game. So, um, there you go. Shout outs to the employee. Rip. That Someone's hooked, getting fired. That hooked up with that bad boy. Um, besides that, the game is not reviewing nearly as well as the 2016 Doom. Uh, it's not reviewing horribly, but whether you're looking at at fans or critics, both like everyone's kind of in agreement that this is more of a shoulder shrug. Eh, it's Doom. Then uh, the excitement that the 2016 Doom mm. uh, brought. Mm. I'm not super surprised. I mean, when we saw at E3 that they were like trying to introduce platforming. Remember that shit? Yeah. Um. And that basically every room just became like a, it was just like you'd walk into a room, it looked like it was a corridor into a room, big fight. Corridor into a room, big fight. There was not really as much dynamic play as the 2016 Doom. As it turns out, that's exactly what the game is. The music is just okay, the the gunplay is okay, the platforming is not okay because it's Doom and why the fuck did you ever put platforming in Doom? Uh, And uh, it's just a bit of a shoulder shrug. In general. People not exactly particularly excited about it. Didn't stop him from selling like hotcakes, though. And I'm sure yeah. it will still make lots of money. Did you play the 2016 Doom? Nah. Oh, neither did I. Time for that. No, neither did I. It looks really good. I mean, it looks, it looks it really looks good. It looks nice. Yeah, they look pretty. Uh, and I think, I, think, I, I think even just from a game perspective, the 2016 Doom is, is definitely worth playing for sure. I think it's probably very good and one of the better games that came out that year. But I don't know about this one. This one might be a... How hardcore of a Doom fan are you? Yeah, and I'm not a very hardcore one, so... No, no. The answer's no for me. You know, me. I like Doom 1 and 2. Yeah. And it stops pretty much there. That's the cutoff point. Recent Silent Hill rumors, Jeff. We talked about them last week. Mm. We got awfully excited about the fact that Konami, one of the worst, if not the worst, game developer slash publisher on the face of the planet, producing pachinko machines faster than the United States can produce personal protective equipment for the healthcare workers, is uh, apparently saying that, no, it's not happening. Rip. The rumors are false. Rip. <laughs> Rip the dream. And, and so it's everyone good. got sad real quick. We had that one, we had that one little week of feeling mm. good, and then it just, mm. get the carpet gets just pulled right out from underneath our feet as Konami says, no, we're not going to do that because we're assholes and we just want to hold on to these great titles uh, and, never and never use them for anything ever. We'll do a remake sometime. Uh, well, what he said was, we are aware of the rumors and reports but can confirm that they are not true. It's not to say we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way it is being reported. Which, the way he remake. said that makes it sound like... <laughs> He's not. He, instead of saying that 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 the the franchise is is still alive, it sounds like he's saying that it's being it is being closed, just not in the way it's reported. So I don't know how, what he was trying to get across there. But either way, uh, fuck Konami. 
You're worthless. Give up your good IPs so that somebody else can do justice to them. For God's sake, please. please. You haven't made a good game in fucking years. Shit, I don't even know if you've made a game in years, let alone a good game. Yeah, just, I don't think they have. Just stop. Hang it up. For God's sake. Uh, Control Studio, Remedy. And of course, Remedy also uh, behind Max Payne, etc., etc., from years gone past. Uh, Control actually winning Game of the Year from a number of places. Uh, Remedy Entertainment signed a publishing agreement with Epic Games for their next two unannounced games. Epic is giving them full creative freedom. Uh, the first is a AAA multi-platform game currently in pre-production, and the second will be a smaller-scale project set in the same franchise that the first game is. Uh, both are a few years out. Remedy is going to be retaining the ownership of the IPs, and it's just a revenue split with Epic. So Epic just went to them and said, Hey, we want you to make some good games. Here's some money. Go make some good games. We'll take a cut, but you can keep the IPs. And everyone said, Here's a cool. blank check. <laughs> Go have fun. We're still making money hand over fist with Fortnite, and we need a place to spend it. Can you spend it for us? Yeah, I can do that. And now that's there, there we go. That is. That's, that's what Great. that is. Uh, so I don't know if it's uh, a game already in their stable of IPs, or if this is a brand new game. I don't know if this is like going to be a... Uh, another game like a, a like a like a Max Payne or or more of more from Control or whatever the fuck, uh, we don't know that yet. All we know is that that's happening. And thumbs up because Remedy has been making good games for a couple years. Double thumbs up in that Epic has been handing out boatloads of cash to make good games happen. Uh, and double thumbs down to all the people that will probably bitch about the fact that this will be exclusive to the Epic Store for at least a year. Just preemptively getting that in there because it's probably hey. going to happen. Years Definitely in advance, but it it's, probably, it's probably going to happen. Uh, Sega, in one of the weirdest moves that I've seen, and I still can't make sense of this, Jeff, and I've really, really been trying to figure this shit out, is, so you know, they came out with Yakuza. You might have heard that they came out with a new Yakuza game not that long ago. So their DLC for Yakuza, their new Yakuza games come out, Yakuza Like a Dragon. The DLC is, is, is it. Uh, and the new game plus mode that this DLC contains, if you buy it before May 6th, will cost you roughly 63 cents. What a steal. What a steal. If Random you buy number. it, if you buy it, oh, that's because it's converted from yen. That's why it's like uh, roughly, the, so gotcha. probably 90, it's call it a like dollar. A dollar? Yeah. A dollar. Uh, if you buy it after May 6th, however, you're looking at just shy of 10 bucks. Oh. So they're trying to get you to like pre-order or something, or <laughs> bro, I, I don't. I I've never in my life heard, especially ahead of the release of the DLC, a company mentioning that they are going to ramp up the cost of the DLC after some arbitrary date in the uh, in the future. I don't. I can't. I can't hey, begin to sure fathom. Yeah, I don't know. Like is this is this like the dumbest FOMO play of all time? Like, oh, I can't, I don't want to miss it on this DLC for a dollar. Better get it before May six when it's going to be ten dollars. Like, it's, like that's all I could come up with is like a FOMO play. But like, who? But, but why? Who's FOMOing for this game, bro? Like, I don't even, you know, this is weird. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Who's it? Any game. Any game comes out and says, we got this new game plus DLC, 63 cents, but if you don't buy it in the next two weeks, it's 10 bucks, and everyone's going to go, what the fuck? At that point, I feel like I wouldn't even want to buy the fucking DLC just to, just to say, fuck you. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? I have no idea. Uh, but there it is. So for all of you know, all fifteen of you playing Yakuza right now, uh, get in on that sweet pre-May sixth deal. Uh, nah, I'm good. Otherwise, you're going to be paying up. That shit could be free, and I wouldn't download it. I mean, sixty-three cents. It's it's basically it's a steal. It's basically free. free. That's going to cost a credit card company more. In fees for the transaction, (laughs) (laughs) then then it's actually worth. Uh, So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe don't do that. I don't know. That's fucking weird. Uh, The Nintendo Switch, Jeff. I don't know if you know this is a popular console. It is Um, with just about everyone, and uh, it's good that you have one. It's good that I have one because, as it turns out. When everyone's locked up indoors and Animal Crossing comes out and nobody can see each other socially, social games are becoming very popular. And, uh, well, the Switch is flying off the shelves. Sold out literally everywhere, including Japan. Wonderful. And what that has done is resulted in, in, in some places, a doubling of the price hey, of a Nintendo hey, Switch. Somebody wants to pay me double, I'll sell you my Nintendo Switch today. <laughs> Straight up. I will sell you and send you out my Nintendo Switch if you pay in double of what they go for. And I've used it maybe 20 times. It's fresh. It's got it's a colorful one, too, with the different colors on mm, it. The cool multicolor dream. Still got the box and everything. Damn. Yeah, got, I got everything. I even just, the, just come with a carrying case. Yeah, come with a carrying case, a little screen protector. <laughs> Fuck, I might even have a game or two I can throw in there. I have no idea what... I don't know what I have laying around, but I'm sure I can find it. Whoever wants to pay me double what it's worth. Oh, that has that console... Somebody... What was it? Xenon brings up a good point in chat, Jeff. Has the Switch ever actually been in stock, or is that just like a, a fairy no, tale? I don't think it, no, I don't think it has. <laughs> the shit is sold out permanently. Bro. The shit is Do they have like four out. people in a hut in the middle of the woods cranking out three Switches a year? Just to keep the demand high, like what? What the fuck is up with that? Like, you know what? Is to make money, and Nintendo. This is what I'm doing. The next time Nintendo releases <laughs> buying something, like I'm, buying, I'm buying up the fucking consoles like crazy <laughs> because there is there, guaranteed you're going to at least make a fifty percent margin. Yeah, just from holding on to them and then selling them when they're sold out. It's true, hundred percent. This happens every time. You just it's make it, you just turn around and make like an extra twenty five hundred bucks just on turnaround and not even be yes. like super egregious. Just be like, hey, you want to switch? Yeah. Here's a twenty percent markup. It's like tax. Yeah. There you go. It's not even enough. That's not. It's literally. They'd be like, I'd be. I'd literally if they're, they're like three hundred bucks, I'd sell. I'd sell it for like four fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Like at four four hundred fifty bucks, you can have it. I, they'd sell like this. <laughs> People don't care, bro. It, it's like uh, it's like those app. It's like an Apple iPhone. The shit goes out of stock. It's true. You can you can just name your price. It's true. You just name your price. There's two things you can't buy right now. Nintendo Switches and toilet paper. And hey, Shame. maybe if you get desperate, you could you could you could swap a Nintendo Switch for a stack of toilet paper. Could do that. The value might be the same right now. Better be at least a 36 pack of toilet paper though. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it better be something special. That shit's like the, the toilet paper right now per weight higher than gold. It's crazy right now. Shit's crazy. Uh, God of War, relatively popular game as well. Um, one of the best games of this generation, and a uh, a stronghold for PlayStation exclusivity. Mm. was delisted as an exclusive on Sony's storefront much oh. the same way that uh that Horizon Zero Dawn oh. and uh and Death Stranding were before the announcement that they were making the jump to PC. It's coming. Does that mean it is though? I don't know. This I'm not ready to say it's a lockup on this one. And I only say that because for two reasons. One, these delistings have happened in the past and it hasn't meant anything. Two, the the engine that that game is written on is a proprietary one that hasn't made the jump to PC yet. So this would be like their first foray into the PC market. So mm. do I think it's a, a guarantee? I don't know. Do I think they should do it? If I'm going to be real with you, basically every exclusive that is to a console should be appearing on PC one to two years after release so that the developer can make more money on a game that costs them $600 trillion to fucking develop in five years of their life. Yep, I agree. Give the console one to two years of exclusivity, have everyone get it out of their system, and then when when the game of the year edition comes out for the consoles for everyone to rebuy anyway, put that shit on the PC and make your money, devs. Yep. Make it. Otherwise, you better be milking the fuck out of Sony or Microsoft for whatever contracts you can come up with uh, to ensure that you're getting your your money's worth if it's going to stay on the consoles. Because, my God, these games take forever, and they cost a fortune. Uh, and if you're locked up on a single console's environment, that's a yikes. Big yikes for me. That's a big yikes. You're going to make as much money as you can. Fuck. I'd be down for a God of War on the PC. Yeah, I've only ever played the first one, so I beat the first one, and then I started number. I was about to start number two, but didn't do it. So one of these mm. days, I'm just gonna have to start playing them again. But it was a, it was really fun. I, I played, uh, I played the most recent one, um, about a quarter, maybe quarter, halfway through. I was playing it on the second highest difficulty with no UI. Why? Because I hated myself. However, that just doesn't even sound like fun. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, it was it wasn't fun, but really good game, uh, very impressive. But just like Horizon Zero Dawn, the one thing that was always going through my mind was, God, I, this is on a PS4 Pro with performance mode on. God, do I wish that I could just get 60 frames out of this thing? I'm not mm. asking for much, guys. I just want my 60. And that's why I want some of these, so many of these on the PC, is that until consoles are permanently giving me an option to have 60 frames per second locked, I don't care if you turn down the resolution. Just give me my 60 fucking frames per second. I want it on the PC so I can get 60 frames per second as a minimum. I'm tired of, like, games dipping into, like, 40 FPS. I just... Mm. We shouldn't have to, to, to have that anymore. And thankfully, the new consoles will likely eliminate that as a thing, if we're lucky. Thank God. But yeah, that's that's what I, I would like to see, or why I would like to see it. Uh, next up, in in what might be the most random thing that I could have imagined, but I'm, I kind of dig it uh, because I missed it uh, when we were playing uh, original Halo stuff uh, a couple weeks ago. SWAT mode has been introduced to the playlist for multiplayer for Halo Combat Evolved in the Master Chief Collection. 
Swap mode is the one-shot headshot mode. Ooh. Uh, that was popular in, uh, when did they introduce SWAT? Three? Maybe? I don't think it was in two. But, um, played the hell of Reach. It's like my most played mode in Reach with SWAT. Uh, and something gets me hot and bothered, uh, thinking about Halo 1 pistol. Mm. With a single shot headshot. That's pretty fire. I'd be down for that shit. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So if you were, if you were looking for... Uh, if you're looking for a reason to hop back in, if you like SWAT and you like ha- the original Halo and you needed, uh, you know, mix-up, there you go. But man, I gotta tell you, after playing it a couple weeks ago, I'm gonna say one more time, Halo, Combat Evolved. It's the dream. On Blood Gulch. It's the GOAT. Capture the Flag. Mm. Is arguably time. the best multiplayer experience ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Like, like, and just, like, period. Uh, The map, the mode, everything's perfect for it. Vehicles are not. It is the GOAT. Uh, And it still is today. You play on the shit on the PC, my God, man. You get two good teams going at it. It is fire. You know what else is fire, Jeff? What's that? Our sellout segments, which is exactly what you're going to do right now. Patreon.com slash lag TV. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go and hit it up. Uh, we've actually been moving up the last time I checked. Let me see here. Patreon.com slash lag TV. We are. Look at that. We're moving up. We're up to 350 Patreons. Thank you, guys. Over $2,300 of support, man. So thank, thank you, you so guys. much. Even if it is $1, we've had a bunch of people just do $1 over the last week. It really does help uh, a great deal. 100%. Um, Go and check it out. Uh, Also, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. We've got uh, NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, uh, click on the the link uh, below. Or if you listen to this on an RSS feed, you can go to nordvpn.com slash OTT. You can use the promo code OTT. Get 70% off. Uh, hey, we're all in quarantine right now, or the most of us are, means, hey, you can watch all kinds of different content from different regions. That's right. Uh, you can stop the uh, the data capping, mask your IP, stay anonymous, stay safe uh, with NordVPN, 30-day money-back guarantee, up to six simultaneous devices. Mm. Uh, you can use it on your PC, uh, like a desktop app. You can use it on your smart TV. There's an mm. app for it there. Your Chrome extension browser, just one click away, or your cell phone app. Uh, it is available everywhere. It's the number one VPN service. It's one hell of a deal. On a three-year term, you're paying less than a cup of grande cinnamon dolce latte a month. Mm. Starbucks. All right. So go check them out. Plus, they support the podcast. They support my stream. So make sure you go and check them out and show some support if you guys are in the market for a VPN service. Or if you already have a VPN service and uh, the 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 uh, the term runs out, switch over to Nord. Nord can do the same thing, but better. And they support uh, streamers, podcasts. Uh, they out there making it possible, keeping the lights on. And so uh, go show them some love once again. Promo code OTT. Also want to give a shout out to uh, Elgato. If you guys don't already have an Elgato Stream Deck. I've got one right here. This is the XL. It's available in XL. There's a mini as well, and there's a regular size one. You don't need to be a streamer to use these bad boys. You can use them 
for virtually anything. Uh, you can set up one of the keys to be for the podcast, one to be for Adam's stream, one's mine, one's our YouTube channel. Uh, you know, your other favorite streamers. It could be, you know, Pornhub, since a lot of you That's guys right. are on there right Free now. Free premium. Free premium right now, bro. That's I'm right. about to sign up for that tonight. <laughs> I'm about to sign up for it tonight. You know, my service provider will never know about it because I'm going to mask my IP using my NordVPN. That's right. And that's what's going to go down. That's right. So uh, definitely go pick up a stream deck. You do not need to be a streamer for this. This thing is amazing. Totally customizable. Think of it as one big macro hub for your PC. You can open up programs, video games, uh, browsers, whatever you want, files, music, Spotify. Anything. I saw. I saw. Uh, there's two two other applications uh, for ex- just as an example that I saw cropping up on my Twitter feed this week. One was a uh, digital artist making uh, great use of the Stream Deck XL. And also a video producer making uh, making use of it uh, using the macro keys to uh, to speed up production. So there is a number of uses for it. And like we said last week, the name does it a bit of a disservice because it doesn't it doesn't have to be for streaming. You can use it for mm. all sorts of stuff, as uh, yep. Mr. Black just mentioned. Uh, and then, of course, well. they have other things. They have green screens. They have capture cards. They have. Uh, uh, you the multi the the multi the multi mount that they have is is super useful as well for for more than just streaming applications. Um, uh, photographers, uh, a lot of people at home now as well doing. Um, I've seen a lot of people actually making use of a lot of their products uh, for live streaming, but not in the traditional sense. Uh, insofar as that, people that are um, teachers. Uh, and similar, where they're remote teaching uh, and whatnot, and they have camera setups and 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 stuff to show off papers or whiteboards or, or whatever else uh, with the the, the setups uh, that uh, that Elgato have. It's all being put to good use, and not just for you know Joe Blow and Jane Blow playing Fortnite in front of three and a half people on Twitch TV. It is uh, mm. they have more for more everybody. uses than just that. So there you go, check it out. Mr. Black, it is time for some movies and TV. Mm. Jeff, the list of this is short. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a start it with this. <laughs> well, the movie, everything is dead right Everything's now. Everything's dead. So, you know, first up, dead. Uh, F in chat for a legend. Kenny Rogers passed away, 81 years old, passed away this mm. week. Uh, Rest in peace. And uh, the the uh, even though. Obviously, one of the one of the most important singer songwriters of his generation and several generations afterwards. Um, the first thing that always comes to mind for me is the uh, uh, the old uh, what was the name of that show? It wasn't SNL. It was Mad TV. Mm. Mad TV skit where it was Jackass with Kenny Rogers. And the lineup where it's like the jackass guy was like, uh, where they're introducing themselves and it was like, hi, I'm Kenny Rogers and this is jackass and, or, or, uh, hi, I'm Kenny Rogers. And it was like, hi, I'm Wee man. Hi, I'm fucking whatever. And they go down the line. And then the last sec, he run, he wraps all the way back around and comes back to the camera again. And he goes, and I'm Kenny Rogers. And he introduces himself twice. And I fucking died the first time I saw that when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's always the first thing that comes to mind is, and I'm Kenny Rogers. And if you haven't seen those, those clips, they're on YouTube. Uh, I think it's Will Sasso did. It is, yeah, Will Sasso. Uh, yeah. You can YouTube it, 
Kenny Rogers jackass. If you haven't seen that shit before, it's funny as all hell. Uh, definitely check it out. But yeah, uh, rest in peace to uh, a legend. Died natural cause. Nothing crazy. That's no, good. No, hey, whatever. Live- I mean, it's not good that he died, but it's no. you know, it's it's nice that he lived a full life. I mean, he did. At 81 years old, natural causes. And for a man that drank as much as he did to hit 81, it's he impressive. did well. It's <laughs> he impressive. Did, he did very well. Rest in peace, man. Um, in news that I can't have enough eye bleach to scrub, cats originally had buttholes, Jeff, and I mean the movie. Oh, my they goodness. actually used to have CG assholes. In cats, that was a thing that they that that they decided was okay for a period of time. Oh man! And you know, then that movie is such a disaster. Thankfully, removed them. Took them out. But now, people are asking for the butthole cut. You know what? At this point, they probably should just to try and make some kind of money. Just like they the Sonic just- movie should introduce should, should include the the original cut of like the crappy Sonic character. I want the mm-hmm. butthole cut of mm-hmm. Cats the movie. That's, has there been? I don't uh, want any of the. I don't want any of those cuts. Has there been? Ever. Has there been a more catastrophic failure using as much talent as that movie did? No, in, in no, our, li- in our actually, lifetime. No, no, this is actually the worst. Speaking of Sonic, <laughs> though, I had predicted. Yes, I I had predicted the specific the, number oh. that they were going to make from that movie when they redid the animation. The specific and on the number podcast, of what? On the box office on how much they'd make worldwide. Oh, 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 really? What did we get? I said on the podcast it was going to yeah. be $300 million. Some yeah. people call me crazy. Mm. It made $306 million. Oh, let's go. Tech, you know what this podcast is going to have to be turned into? Technically Nostradamus. Because we are calling... Straight up. Everything. Straight up. Everything. I said it's going to make $300 million. The motherfucker made $306 million. Probably would have made it even more if it wasn't for this Corona shit. Yeah, for real. Because it was still in theaters. Uh, yes, when, uh, when and this was, started it to kick was still up. doing relatively well. Like it was still yeah. making, you know. Oh, dude, that, that movie's going to make a bunch more when it releases digitally and physical. And you get that, the copy that had the original animation in it. That shit's going to sell. They're oh, gonna there's make... going to be a number two, 100%. Oh, 100%. Bro. They're going to make a second. Dude, that, made, that movie made so much goddamn money. 100%. It cost them $85 million to make. Which is still a lot of money for a movie like that. Was that was but, that including when they had to redo everything? Is that eighty five million including the? Uh, I'm not sure, but even if they, I think they spent like an extra three or five million to to do the. Okay, the so extra double stuff. that for advertisement. So you're looking at 160, yeah. 170. They doubled, They more than doubled their money before yeah. they even hit uh, streaming and digital and yeah. everything else. Right, we're getting, so they, a, we're getting a double. Oh, 100 percent. This can be a trilogy without yeah. a doubt, and I think the second one will make even more money. Which and you haven't seen the movie yet, right? Uh, I watched half of it, so okay. it was on Plex, and I watched half, and then we fell asleep. Or actually, Kai woke up at like midnight, and oh, then okay. uh, so Kayla went and dealt with him, and then after I went to credits, sleep, so I watched the rest. After credits, they're setting it up yeah, of course, for number of two, course. as it is. Of course. Uh, but Jim Carrey crushed that shit. Everyone, yeah, I'm every, gonna, I'm at, myself included, I looked at it, and I went, you know, this is Jim, Jim's career is fucking, how low are we gone where Jim Carrey is playing Eggman in a Sonic out. movie? And it worked out. This might Bro, be his revival. This could be his. Re- it's true. It could be his revival, and all he had to do was play Jim Carrey. That's it. Which, as it turns out, what? is we actually want. Jim we want Carrey. that. We want. We want Jim Carrey. Uh 
Oh, the last little wrap-up that we got here for movie and TV, at least, unless you've got something else, um, is after wildly stupid rants about COVID-19 being a hoax, Evangeline Lilly is reported to no longer be the co-lead in Ant-Man 3, Jeff. Rip! How to ruin your career in three simple steps. One, be an idiot. Two, be an idiot. Three, don't shut the fuck up. Rip. What else can you say? Great way to fuck that up. (laughs) Just in case you guys need a reminding that even even the, the biggest actors and actresses of Hollywood can also be completely vapid. Here's an example. And my God, is it a it's good? It's not one? like I was looking forward to fucking Ant Man three anyway. It's no. like my least favorite franchise in in the Marvel Cinematic. I mean, Universe. I love me some Paul Rudd. Don't get me wrong, Paul Rudd's a treasure. I love me some Paul Rudd as well. I love me some. Oh look, there's oh my boy. look, look who that. it is. Yeah, yeah, my guy, guy. Come here, Kai guy. making an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> there's Kai. There's Kai. Hi, Kai. Can you wave? Can you wave, Kai? High five. Can you high five? Can you give a high five? Oh, 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 sort of halfway. Yeah, there you go. He looks tired. Well, I mean, what time is it? I mean, well, it's not that late. He's getting there. It's six o'clock. You say hi to It is. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. M's coming. M wants to see. There's Kai. Uh, There's Kai. (laughs) (laughs) What a sick onesie. All right. It's not Christmas anymore, though. Go to bed. Uh, I'll wait. We're gonna be done here. In a little bit. Sick onesie. I had to uh, uh, get an emergency coffee coming. Of course, I am, dude, I'm tired. You've been resetting that sleep schedule, bro. I'm gonna be yes, dead sir. tomorrow because tomorrow and two days after that is six a.m. wake up calls for taking him to work. So, oh, get uh, <laughs> just get fucked. Uh, my ass is gonna lay in bed tonight, stare at the ceiling, sleep for three hours, come home, and be dead. It's probably what's gonna happen. Sounds like fun. Uh, that's all I got for movies and TV, Jeff. Uh, we haven't really been watching much. We watched a, a, a B movie, uh, American, the American Spy, uh, who starred a uh, discount Mark Wahlberg. Um, mm. And uh, had a guy that I recognized, but I couldn't put uh, my finger on uh, where I knew him from as well. Um, my God, that was a movie. Um, otherwise, yeah, we haven't watched much either. Yeah, we. I mean, we've just been. I've just been working and getting minimal sleep, chilling. Uh, oh, did you hear about the um, the Star Trek uh, show? The new one? Oh, they're making it free now. Um, yeah, so of, there's at a, a premium. Yeah, so the for for I think one month or there's up to a certain date, you can have a free membership for for a month. Mm. Uh, so if you're ever going to watch that Picard show, now's the time. Here's your chance. Now's the time. And salty about the ones that paid to watch the Picard show because now it's smart for them because not as many people. I, I bet you the pl- the 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 show didn't do as well. well. They didn't bring as much subscriptions yeah. as I thought it would. Yeah. And so now that everybody's in their house from this fucking virus, they're they're making a, a hail mary play and saying, it's like "Hey, an advertisement, basically." That's what it is. Yeah. That, that's exactly what it is, right? So, anyway, if you're ever going to watch it, you can go now's and check a it chance. out. Chance. Yep. Um. Other than that, 
I haven't seen fuck all. Yeah, we haven't been wa- we haven't been watching much because we've been we've been basically oh we were watching a show on Netflix called uh, uh, what's it called One Hundred People or something like that. It's like a they run a hundred people through a bunch of science experiments to you know they ask social questions and and they have a hundred people. It's like a cross section of of North America or America, age group, you know, race, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and see and and you know ask questions and then run experiments to see. Whether those questions are, you know, yeah, you know, yes or no, or why some things might be the way they are, like, you know, for example, um, uh, you know, does does age really affect memory and what kind of memory? And so, you know, they had like all the, uh, these games and stuff, and a lot of the times, like, they know they're part of experiments, but they yeah. they tell them that they're doing one experiment, but it's like always, almost always a bait and switch where they're doing one experiment, but they're really testing for something totally fucking different. So mm. to get rid of like to get rid of Jedi people like tricks. thinking about it and shit, thinking about it, yeah, yeah. so their guards down. It's relatively entertaining. Uh, you know, you give it a check out if you're bored. It's it's good dinner. It's good dinner fare. You know, you're you're eating some food and you put mm-hmm. that shit on. You can get mm-hmm. a you can get a laugh. They do a good job of producing uh, of producing it. It is interesting, uh, and and you can check that out. Uh, it's on Hit Netflix. that like button. Yeah, hit it. Hit that like button. Straight up. You know what we need to do? You you really truly need to to make something uh like on a stream deck where you just mm. hit it and then the like button just comes up and just smashes everybody. Just hit the like, 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 hit the I'll like ask, button. I'll ask Mark to to put together um uh a video thing with some dead space on either end of it, and I'll just yeah. have it set up to loop, and then it will just loop at the bottom of the Yeah. Cause I think if we can get these likes on this podcast up past a thousand a piece. It's gonna it's gonna help us out a lot. So hit that like button. And if you guys are new to the podcast here on Twitch, mm. hit the follow button. We do this every Thursday at three PM Eastern. So hey. uh, normally we're in a different usually we're in a different room in my house, but since the coronavirus is a thing, we're distancing ourselves, so we're doing it via the internet. But mm-hmm. um normally we have our own stationary set for it. So stick around and I know there's not much news going on, so we're just kind of fluffing it a little bit, but we're here. Sometimes you get a fluff, Jeff. Sometimes you get a fluff. Just like right before going into the bedroom for that, you know, for, for some, some special times. Fluff some it sexy a bit. time. You gotta fluff, you gotta it. fluff it up a little Just bit. Just a little bit, right? Yeah. You gotta make sure everything is nice and clean, smelling fresh. That's and right. Good. And then get in there and make just make business happen. What do we got That's for right. tech support? That's right. That's the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV. Uh, each and every uh, podcast, those who are at the $10 tier and higher over at Patreon, uh, can ask questions on a post that I put up just before every show. Uh, and so if you uh, if you guys have questions, that's a, uh, a way of getting your questions in. And we answer as many of them as we can, uh, which honestly, during this time, is probably going to be a lot of content because there's no news. And so this is how we're going to make up some time. Let's see what we've got. Wow, Jeff, we've got 19 this week. Uh, I don't know if we're doing 19 now. Buckle up. (laughs) Uh, Seth asks, is there any game that you just can't bring yourself to play because of fear? Mine is definitely Subnautica, something about the unknown beneath you. That's common fear. You know, Mm -hmm. getting into deep water, you can't, it gets dark, like black, you just can't see anything anymore. Um, People get freaked out about that. Subnautica, that's like the entire video game. So, so a lot of people are freaked out about it. Any uh, any game that's ever hit you like that? No, not on that level. No. Yeah, same for I'd me. Be excited to play a game like that. That, that that's yeah. the type of shit that would get me excited to play. Yeah, no, I'm um 
I don't really have any of the traditional phobias uh, or anything that approaches that, so I haven't hit a game that presents itself that's ever scared me so much that I've walked away from it. In fact, I avoid horror games and stuff on my stream because I'm so boring to watch when I'm playing them because I don't really react 98% of the time. Uh, so it's just me <laughs> walking through zones. Speaking and, of those, yeah, I bought two Boshi controllers, bro. I'm bringing it back. Dude, somewhere. I saw that on Twitter and I said to myself, why? And so People now I get to ask you, for it. why? They've been, they've been asking, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out a different Boshi. There's all kinds oh of those types of games. Oh my god. And it'll, I'm going to bring it back just on the Sundays. Probably do some RP and then roll into that. And uh, Rage. So Dude, I bought two of them. Your blood pressure. Yeah. And uh, they, will, they will probably both die. But it's going to happen. It's going down. Well, don't crush them too much because there's probably going to be a shortage on controllers that you're not going to be able to re-up. Very true. At will. So, Very true. You know, maybe, maybe set up like a little, you know, like some foam on your desk. And then when you're slamming the <laughs> controller, you just slam it into the foam. Or like a pillow. There you go. Soften the blow a bit, you know? That works. That you know, works. Soften the blow. Um, Mark Furry says, Frankenstein, together the best possible battle royale from all the games out there. Uh, what would you get from which game? Um, okay, so from Warzone, I would take uh, the Gulag, Sans Explosives, of course. Uh, I'd take the Gulag from, uh, from Warzone. I would take... Um... I would take the movement from Apex. Uh, I would take the gunplay from PUBG. And... Um, I would take the downing system of PUBG as well. So the Gulag is there, but every time you're down, you bleed out faster. I would also take the sound design from PUBG because as shit as the game is for battle royales, it's still the best. It's still the best one that we have, and that would be my my battle royale. I would also take just graphically speaking, Apex. It's the smoothest running by miles. Everything about mm. that game is so fluid that sometimes I actually just want to play the game because it's so fucking fluid. Like it just feels so good playing that game. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with um Oh, the ping system from Apex. Sorry. Yeah, for God's say, sake. I was, I was oh, about to say that. I take the ping, or War Zones is terrible. I'd take the ping system and the movement like the climbing and stuff from Apex mm -hmm. um and put it into Warzone. Mm. And um That's pretty much it. Mm. I'm Man. already there for it. I'm already there for Warzone. I did. I did forget to mention that, but the ping system in Warzone right now yeah, desperately needs to yeah, be overhauled. It's not very good. Yeah. Uh, you're scoped up and you're seeing things, and you're like, "Please ping, yeah, please." It's, it's just like good. no. It, and if you're in like a doorway, it's like doors open, doors open. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not. That needs some work. Uh, let's see here. Will asks, "What are you guys going to do the first day the pandemic is over?" Probably wait another two to three weeks and then go out and do it. <laughs> I'm um, probably, my first thing that I'm going to do is probably go get sushi. Sushi for sure, right? Right, yeah, dear? We're going right. to go get sushi when all this is over, right? Yeah, exactly. Sushi. That's what I'm, yeah. Definitely getting sushi and, uh. Yeah. That's really, much. that's really all I'm missing that's out really on right all now. The, that's, that's, that's pretty that's much pretty it. Much yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just getting sushi. Yeah. Uh, Going to Tim Hortons and getting a coffee. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, when all when all this is over, it's it's going to be wait an extra three weeks, then go get sushi. <laughs> I want to be damn I want to be damn sure that when everyone floods the streets again, that that I've missed the last the last little wave. Uh, Owen Lake says hi, Lance. This week I'm closing on my first house. Ooh, congratulations! Let's what a go. time! What a time to close. Uh, not the best timing. This is halfway across the UK and I'm stuck elsewhere. Okay, yeah. Two months deep into the process, I had a survey done and felt the need to negotiate the price down. They refused, and I sent them a polite email thanking them for their time. They came back one hour later, knocking six thousand pounds off. That's a shitload of money, by the way. That's what's up. I mean, six thousand pounds even after leaving the EU. That's still like what 10 roughly days. ten grand. Uh, which he says, which I can now throw at you. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not He's even going to play. He's been listening to my negotiation skills. Exactly. Making the big dollars. Oh, uh, baby. That's uh, what's well, up. actually, coincidentally, he says, do you have any big negotiation haggling wins that you would like to share? Uh, yeah, go for it. I have, dude, I have so many. Yeah. Uh, my biggest one, um, my biggest one, oh, man. Do you have one, Adam? Because I'm trying to figure out which one yeah. I want is which one. Yeah, I I'll just do. pick one. I mean, I I have a few, but the biggest one for me was my car negotiating the lease, where I negotiated the lease over the span of like ten days, and I beat them down on everything so hard that the guy came to me and said, at the end of it, he said, "I'm not joking when I tell you that I actually did not make any money on this car." He said, thankfully, I like you, but I did not make any money on this car. Uh, I got everything, including... He got his quota point. He got he basically got quota, and that was that's all he got out of it. He didn't get any extra money out of it. I, like, I got I got the, the extended warranty for a dollar, including the $1,100 undercoat uh, was included in that. Like, it was... Uh, I got the the winter tires and rims at discount. Everything, literally everything about that car. I basically got mm. the hybrid XLE version for almost the monthly cost of like one step up from the fucking entry model. Uh, by the time I left the 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 door, and so that was that was probably my my biggest win. Was that mm. yeah? Well, man. I, I shit you not, I'm known for being a hard ass mm. when it comes to negotiating for anything. Mm-hmm. Whether it's houses, cars, um, really any, uh, dude, I'll barter virtually everything. Like uh, yard sales, anything. Of course, like, of I course. Need, I need to feel like I won. Yeah. Uh, and then also when it comes to the car stuff, I mean, we could talk about cars for oh, like, yeah. for hours. There's so many things that you can get away with. Um, but I got to go with, just just because there's only so much time. When I bought my my Mercedes, um, not only did I get a really good deal on the car itself because of course. I was battling between the C63 and the M4. Yeah. So I would go over to BMW <laughs> yeah, and I'd say, hey, this is <laughs> this is what I'm willing to do. I want five percent off this car. I did that I with want- Mazda and Toyota. You just battle, yep. you just battle them That's against what I each did, other. Right? Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it, this is no small ticket item, right? No. So these, and the, 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 the commissions on these ones, Big, are juicy, right? so yeah. they, you know, they juicy, right? So, so I, I managed to barter. I, I got, you know, I did five hours of no jokes down there for five hours back and forth between Mercedes and BMW. 
ended up working out a, a phenomenal deal. Um, got ordered the car, but this is this is this is where it gets this is where I <laughs> this is where we went in raw dog. So I get the car delivered. Everybody knows the story. If you don't, strap yourselves in. All right. <laughs> so the car, I get the car delivered. I have the car for two days. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I had a bunch of stuff lined up for it. Right. So I get my windows tinted at the time. I was doing a whole bunch of car content for YouTube. I had all this stuff planned out. We had a road trip going, everything else. Uh, I get a call from the GM of Mercedes and he says, Hey, Jeff, we need you to come down. Uh, we need to talk about something. This has never happened to me. And I've bought, and I've, I've bought a few cars in my time. Never had somebody ask me to go down to the dealership to talk about my car. So I'm like, Oh fuck. So I go down there immediately. And, uh, I was with one of my friends. I don't even know, remember who it was. And uh, I go in. I go inside the. Uh, I go inside the the GM's room. And he it says, was, "Hey, it Jeff, was me. I, I was with you. Was that you? It was me. Yeah, you were with me. I was That's with right. you during That's, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So I go in. I go in the office, and he goes, Jeff, I got some bad news. Said, okay, what's the news? <laughs> so I'm gonna need that car back. <laughs> I said, What do you mean you're gonna need that car back? It's like, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, uh, unfortunately, um, we made a mistake. And that car should never have, have left the port because it's not regulated and safe for the road yet. The government hasn't signed off on emissions and a couple of other safety things. And so we need to take that car back and we need to have it until the government signs off on it. Um, and uh, we can go ahead and we can give you, um, you know, a, a, a loaner car. Right. So I was like, <laughs> no. No, actually, uh, that that kind of fucks my whole plans because I have a guy that's doing um, that's that's wrapping my car with the um, with the uh, Matt, uh, the ste- with the no no the the oh, stealth 3M, uh, oh, yeah yeah the, three, wait the, the protective yeah, film three M on film, the whole yeah, car the three yeah. M right um, and uh, I also have my my downpipes coming like I I have all this stuff planned out and I have a road trip to Moncton going uh, with my wife um, so this is just this is not going to happen. He said, well, unfortunately, we have to take the car. And I was like, well, unfortunately, I own the car outright, right? <laughs> so, you know, I, I bought the car outright. Yeah. So it means there, there was no loan. I, they, their name was not on the title. I owned it. They couldn't legally take it from me. They needed to have my permission. So I basically said, no, nah, I'm good. And then he started uh, trying to make me feel bad about it. So he was like, oh, well, you know, people are going to lose their jobs, um, you know, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, this is a big deal. This has never happened within the company before. You know, if something were to happen to you or somebody else while driving in that car, it's a huge liability, blah, blah, blah. And he was just basically telling me all this stuff. And in my mind, I was going, okay, I got these guys by the fucking balls right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to use this to my advantage. And also on top of that, you know, they couldn't tell me, uh, they couldn't tell me when they were going to give me the car back. Right. So I was like, well, how long do you need it? Do you need it for a week, two weeks? It's like, he's like, it could be, you know, to the end of summer. I'm like, I don't think so. Uh, so anyway, I was like, you know what? At the very least, if I can't drive this car, I'm going to take it home. I'm going to put it in my garage and it's going to sit in my garage. And then I won't drive it on the road if it's if it's not safe to be on the road. Here's the crazy part. They fucked up because they gave me a temporary plate. So they made it road legal and I had insurance on it. So not only did I have proper insurance, but I also had proper documentation and I own the title of the vehicle. So by law, like if the p- cops were to pull me over and I had already gotten pulled over in the car, uh, nothing, nobody would think anything of it. So I'm like, I'm going to take the car home. All right. 
I'm going to, I'm going to take it home and put it there. He was like, well, no, no. Like I really need the car now. Like I, I, I can't let you leave with the car. I was like, well, you, you know, you can't, you can't really stop me. Um, you know, I, I own the car. He's like, well, you know what we can do for you is, uh, we can send you out to Vancouver and you can join the AMG, uh, uh, club or whatever. And, and you can drive around race cars and they'll, they're going to show you how to properly drive the car and stuff. And he was like trying to sweep me up with this stuff. But when you buy when you buy this, an AMG, they put you in a pool to do that anyway. Yeah, so like, yeah. you know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, so they allow you to do that stuff. And I was like, okay, well, are you willing to put this on paper for me? Well, no, I can't do that. Uh, but you know, I make sure I'll make sure it happens. Right. So now this GM sweating because the GM is the one in his branch, his dealership. Yeah, one that he's the one that car. gets fucked. Yeah, yeah. So the crazy thing about this is, is another reason why they freaked out is because when I got the car and I had made a, a delivery video and the, what flagged this is when I made the delivery video, they had a ton of high-end clients that have ordered this vehicle and they were all sitting at ports all over North America. None of them got it and yet. People, people started calling head office, dude, what the fuck is this YouTuber doing driving this car? Like, get to the point where people are like, you're fucking a lion sack of shit. This is the 2017. The 18 is not available yet. I'm like, dude, it's the 2018. I went into my car. I got the manual and everything and they fucking, they started freaking out. Oh, they out. lost it, yeah. So they started calling head office. And that's that's what tipped them off, right? And then head office realized that the branch accidentally released the car from the port. So I knew I had these guys. So uh, they and then the and after having this bad conversation with the GM and him trying to make me feel bad about everything, and uh, so anyway, I let it go. I go home with my car. I put it in the garage, and then I get a phone call from the vice president of Mercedes Benz <laughs> Canada. So the vice president calls me, right? And he's like, he's like, Jeff. And he was completely different, dude, because the guy at the dealership, he was trying to save his ass. Right? Of course. And, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and this video has now gone viral, right? So yeah. over 4 million views. There, there were articles about this in car magazines. This has never happened before for the company. And it's like a big deal because if I got in an accident or anything happened, Mercedes was so liable and the government, to my knowledge, either find them a big uh, fine for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, yeah. for breaking. The, these guys were in trouble, right? And they wanted this car off the road because if something happened, bro, their ass would have been fucked. So the, the, <laughs> but when the vice president calls me and he was completely different, I still have the dude's phone number on my phone. He was like really, really cool and understanding. So, you know, he was like, you know, I know you worked hard, you know, to get this car. And, you know, the last thing I, we wanted to do is like take that from you. And, and we, uh, unfortunately we can't tell you when we're going to get back. So, um, he's like, what is it going to take to get this car back? All right. And we'll give it back to you obviously when it's available. Yeah. yeah, yeah. dude. I, I shot my shot. Right. So I'll tell you, I shot my shot. I said, I want, I basically want a full refund for the car. And then when the car comes back, I want it back to me for free. That, that was my shot. Right. Cause I knew I, it was a multi-million dollar liability. Oh like I went and shot my man. Shot. I went and shot my shot. Right. And, uh, he was like, I can't, he's like, I can't do, I can't do that. He was like, you know, and, and we said some other things, right? He's like, I, 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 I literally just can't do that. We, we don't even give free cars to media and all this yeah, other stuff. Exactly. Like, I, he's, like, he's, like, I, I, he's like, we literally just can't do that. But I, you know, I had to shoot my shot, right? You got to go for it. Yeah. I had to go for it. Well, I knew it wasn't going to work, but I had to go for it. Um, so anyway, we ended up, uh, working something out. I still can't say what it is because I had yeah, to sign an NDA. Yeah. Um, but we worked something out where um, he got they got their car back and then the, he also shipped his um, SL63 uh, down from Ontario. And I drove that car and I was able to 
make content with that car, which was very nice of him because that was my big deal is like, shit, I can't do content. And at the time, like I was making crazy money, dude. I off that one video, I made like 18 grand or 15 or $18,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. on that one viral video. Yeah, it was so like, like 4 million views. Yeah. It was like 4 million views. And then all the other videos I was making because that one went viral. So many people were coming. I was making the most money I'd ever made on my channel from these videos. And I'm like, dude, if I can't make content, like I'm losing out on a lot of money here. Like this is also my business. Um, and, and the videos itself was paying off my car. Like yeah, I, yeah. It, was, it was, it was crazy. So he ended up shipping the car down to me and I got to drive the, his SL 63 and do content with it until my car was ready. It turned out it only took like three weeks or so. It was something like that before I got my car back. But in terms of negotiation wise, uh, although I can't tell you guys ultimately what we worked out, it wasn't anything crazy. It seriously wasn't, but it was enough to compensate for the inconvenience and the crazy. Uh, and I could have pushed it. Honestly, I probably could have fucking pushed it, but the dude was very genuine. Mm. He, he, he came to me the right way. Uh, I understood their position. He understood my position and we ended up working out something uh, that the both of us were happy. And at the very least I had a cool AMG to drive around and I drove the piss out of that thing too. Um, and, and that was fun. And I ended up getting my car back. So um it all worked out, right? And everybody, everybody was happy. So, but that was my biggest negotiation, remember, and it was crazy. It was crazy because I'm sitting here talking to the vice president, and I remember, I'm just like, I remember sitting in the in the showroom in Halifax uh, when we went in that day, and I mean, you were in there talking to that guy for like fucking an hour. A while. Yeah. And when you came out, you just looked so bitter, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" And you you told me what happened. I was like, "This is." I, like it, it's just like one of those things. Like, of, of course it happened to you. Why? Like, like literally anyone else. And just of all of, of all places, imagine everyone thinking like of all the places in the world that it, that an AMG gets out early. It's fucking Halifax, Nova Scotia, of all places. And it happens to a YouTuber, right? It and the a thing YouTuber, was, yeah. The guy. The thing is, is the GM didn't realize like what I was gonna do because I told him, I said, bro, like. I'm going to tell people about what's going on and shit. And he, I think he underestimated my, the influence that I had yeah, and yeah. what was going on. And then when I put that video, bro, and it had four fucking million views, dude, they started freaking yeah. out, bro. They started, they literally started. He called, he called, out. he called a bluff that wasn't there. And unfortunately yep. didn't work out. Didn't work out for him. It didn't work out for him, but I, there was a bit of karma that came back towards me. Right. Of so course, yeah. when, I, when I got the car back, I took, so I had the second delivery. They did the whole thing, which is really nice of them to do. And they, you know, it wasn't, they didn't make it awkward and stuff. I went down and picked up the car and dropped off the, the vice president's one. When I did that, I drove one block. I was uh, the same fucking street, drove one block. A dude in a fucking crown Vic yeah. smashed me from behind at a red yeah. light Yeah. as I'm leaving the Mercedes. So then I had to call my insurance and then I had to uh, have the car go back into the shop. And I and I had to order a bunch of fucking parts and shit. And the guy did twelve thousand dollars with the damage. And it, you know it was it you know. And then it was uh it was like uh it was like karma. You know what I mean? It was like you know yeah. what, dude? Yeah, you you got the car back, and now someone just came back and fucking smacked it. But then again, uh, there was a ton of people because it was split down the middle. There was a whole bunch of people like, yeah, dude, fucking get them. You deserve it. You worked hard. You you purchased that, and then you got the other half of like, dude. You're a fucking first world problem. How the fuck are you complaining about driving around? You know, can't drive your car for so many weeks, right? So there's that. So then I had a whole bunch of haters came over, like, haha, good. You know, this is what you deserve. This is what you get for 
for bitching and crying and complaining. And then uh, since that happened, more videos went viral, made more money off the car. You know what I mean? <laughs> so not only did the, did the car get completely fixed, but then I made thousands of dollars more off people posting that the guy that got his car taken from him and all this shit had some karma. And it was just like it was one big fucking uh, jerk around. So. Uh, it, it still kind of worked out for me. I mean, you know, but I, I would I would say ultimately you still came up in the clear. I came substantially. Clear. I came substantially. In the clear. Yeah. So uh, anyway, well, that, that was my, that's my biggest hustle uh, uh, negotiation story. It wasn't really. I guess it was a little bit of a hustle, but I'll hope that the next just like I'll hope that the next Rav Four that I get is uh, not on the roads yet. And when I take it out, I get to uh, to hustle and grind on that Rav Four dream. There you go, man. That's the, there that's the you dream. Fucking go. Hell that's yeah. the dream. Aaron Carter's back, Jeb. Aaron, hope oh. you're healthy. You know, stay healthy out there, bro. It's tough living. What is your stance on social distancing? Are you doing it? Are people in your neighborhood doing it? How about eating? Are you only grocery and cooking or are you doing takeout? I've been taking social distancing seriously, but I've seen many others in my area and on the news of people not doing it, which frustrates me. I'm only cooking but doing and doing no takeout. Grocery shopping is scary as that's one of the few things still open here. So hard to social distance in, in there. It took me like two hours to wipe down all the stuff before I brought it in the house. Yeah, I mean, we're practicing it now. We're doing it right uh, now. Yeah, I'm do I, I'm doing it. Uh, my wife's doing it. Um, yeah, the, my neighborhood's been really good about it. My wife and Kai go and my dog go for a walk usually once a day if the weather's fine. But there's tons of distance. Yes. Um, just the neighborhood. And no, I'm not doing takeout. I haven't had any takeout in, in a while. I haven't gone to Tim Hortons. Haven't done anything. The closest thing that I had done. Um, is I got gas um, mm. when I went out to have to go to the um, watch uh, the house, mm. and I bought an energy drink. Um, that was the closest thing. And mm. then in the gas station, they had a, like a plexiglass, and then on the door, you weren't allowed to have more than five people. So I was the only person there, yeah, and yeah. I got that. And then I I had uh, I have uh, wipes uh, in the car, and so I wiped all that shit down. I had gloves on. Um, and I didn't hand any cash. I just did the tap, tap from my credit card yeah. and that was the show in and out, um, wipe down the, even the, the fossil thing for the gas. Um, yeah, I haven't even been to Tim Hortons, man. So I'm, I'm doing everything I can, uh, humanly possible to mm. distance myself from people. Yeah. I'm same. We're not ordering out. We're cooking everything in here at home. Um, I mean, we're not wiping down absolutely everything that comes into the house. We are, if it's fresh fruit, like an apple or an orange, we are washing that soap and water. If it's been sitting out on a shelf or something like that, or even if it's in a bag. Um, If we, but you know, if there's like a plastic container lettuce or some shit, you know, we're not, we're not washing every container that comes into the house, sits in the fridge for a couple of days you know, you can you can get there. There are levels of 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 action that you need to take, and the reality is is that everything that I've heard from doctors to this point, nobody is saying anything about disinfecting every single fucking thing that comes into the house, yeah. um, and that it is unlikely that you are going to get it from within your home on a surface. If you're washing your hands and washing your fruit and vegetables, 
especially if they're out in the open. But like as far as packaging and stuff, I mean, take it into the house, put it in, wipe your fridge refrigerator doors and shit, like your handles, all that that stuff. Um, but you know, you leave something there for a couple of days, and if you're really paranoid, sure. But I mean, fuck, you gotta. Everyone has a line, right? Yeah, yeah. We're and not wiping down every single box no. that comes in. Um, like when I got the Amazon packages, we did wipe those down. Uh, yeah. but, but other than that, uh, we're not like when it comes to, f- and plus we loaded up on food. Yeah. So we actually have to go get uh, a few things, uh, tomorrow, mm. but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to make an order and then you can just go pick it up they put it in your trunk and then you just, you know, yeah. uh, be done with it. So yeah, the dad went, uh, yesterday, uh, he can technically make use of senior hours, but because of the snow today, he didn't, he went yesterday. Uh, he said the nice thing is right now, he said when he went anyway, that um, everywhere he went, they had really good protocols. Costco had um, a queue set up with pallets to get you into the store at all, uh, and everyone had to keep certain distances. They're wiping down absolutely everything going in and out of the store. Uh, and when good. you get to the uh, the counter and you're buying your shit, it's only one person at a time. Everyone has to stay back in the lineup. One person goes up, you do your thing. They're plexiglassed out of their mind, and then in between each and every customer, the station is wiped down and disinfected. Next customer comes in, processors repeated. Um, similar in other grocery stores here in the area. So yeah. the, the, the processes are good. I promise you that, that the people stocking the shelves and how they're stocking them in most of these places are likely also being fairly stringent in how they're doing it. And... Um, like Jeff said, even like no touch systems are being introduced now. So definitely still wash all your fresh fruits and vegetables with soap and water, yeah. not oh, just yeah. water, but soap and water, you know, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't buy a head of romaine lettuce off a shelf right now anyway, but like, if you get like apples and oranges and bananas, just soap and water, wash the shit. You should probably be doing that anyway during the winter time just for the regular flu bug. But, uh, but yeah, it's. You got, you got to do your thing. But social distancing, everyone should be doing it. If you're not, fuck you. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, and I hope that everyone around you survives your idiocy. Is basically all there is to that. Do your part. Everyone does their part. This goes faster. Way faster. This goes faster. The, the cases will take longer to peter out because of uh, the nature of it, but the hospitals won't get fucking overrun. That's what we're really trying to do is we're just trying to make sure that the hospitals don't get completely inundated to the point where they have to start making triage decisions as to who's going to die and who's going to get a respirator. That's where we're at right now. So if that doesn't sound like a fun time to you in terms of you are the, I mean, I'll use this example before moving on to the next question. Patient 31 in, in South Korea is the example everyone should think about when it comes to this shit if you've ever considered breaking social distancing or saying fuck it yolo um they had basically flattened it and and almost squashed it in south korea and then the 31st person that was screened um was uh lied about where they had been and that they were likely exposed and they were and then they went to um they went to a church gathering uh, from a certain sect of a church there that has a lot of people in a very confined space. 
Uh, they went to a few other public locations during that time. They backtraced. They backtraced this person fucking thoroughly, and that one person infected some either thirteen or thirty thousand people. Yikes! One person, because the 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 value of like the common flu of how many people you infect as a person is like one point three people. This virus is three people. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you do the math, you multiply it. It's when you do the math, the difference between one point three and three. By the time you go like a couple deviations out, you're looking at the difference between infecting like a few hundred people from the flu and fifty to sixty thousand people as a singular person. So don't be an asshole. Just fucking stay at home, watch your free premium Pornhub, and fucking live off of soup and noodles like everyone else, and wipe your ass with your bare hand, and suck it the fuck up for a short period of time. That's all we need to do. Ride this out, because in the grand scheme of things, 18 months to do whatever for a vaccine to come out, that is short. You know what is, you know what's a lot longer than that? Death. Motherfucker. Yes. So just yes. 18 months of your little fucking precious life. Everyone else could somehow manage to do it in these, these other countries. Fucking do it yourself. I, I just, it's nuts. Hopefully, hopefully we can continue. Right now in Canada, we're still on the, on the, the, you know, the honor system when it comes to people coming home from other countries quarantining themselves. I'm surprised. I wouldn't be trusting shit. I'd be like, motherfucker, yeah. you leave that house, your ass is your ass is getting fined. You're going to jail. Yeah, my you, my dad's been my dad and wife has been in quarantine because they they just got back. From yeah, the they got back two weeks away, yeah. two weeks ago. So they I haven't seen they've been cooped up and chilling. But luckily they're not sick, so or at least they're not they don't have any symptoms. So and nobody no. on the plane uh, that was on that plane had symptoms. So I'm going to say specifically in the U.S. If you're an American watching this right now, is definitely practice it not because you likely have it right now but because of what the governments both at the state level and and uh national level are doing here your risk is obscene it's the, high. the u.s right now is barely testing i mean there's they're finally hitting proper testing uh, levels They've already surpassed other countries, and their testing is, like, super low, which means that the real amount of cases way fucking higher right now than what are being reported. They're just not being tested. And they're still bickering over who's going to get, respir- like, respirators. All right, let's move on. Let's keep so, going. Let's keep going, because I'm going to be—we could be talking about this for 10 years. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Keep informed. Social distance. Uh... You oh super commie guru asks you've been uh, granted the power to bring back one show from the nineties. What show is it? Uh, Fresh Prince. Oh, damn, that's good. Yeah, fuck. Bring it one, back. One show from the nineties. I want. I want Will Smith still playing Will, and he's now the Phil. Mm. You know, and he's got, and he's got kids, and he's got to raise kids, and and. Mm. Pass down his knowledge and the stuff that he's been through. Mm. Fuck. Fresh Prince. I don't know if I can top Fresh Prince. I'm going to say Freaks and Geeks. Because it only had had one season, and I think that's criminal. 
And so I'd, I'd fucks with some more Freaks and Geeks. Uh, well, honestly, even though I haven't seen the second season yet, um, sex education is the closest thing to Freaks and Geeks that we have. Yeah, yeah. It's that very, is pretty it's much very, Freaks and Geeks. It's very yeah. similar, actually. Yeah. Uh, 8910, what is the most unhealthy thing you do and why do you still do it? I'm doing it right now. I sit all day, every day, yeah. nonstop. Ass is sore from sitting. I stand yeah. up, my hips crack. I'm 31. Yeah. This is it. I'm I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely the most unhealthy thing I do. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, I've got a a home gym down the hall. I've got I make make my own. There schedule. is one door and you eight know? feet between me and, and a weights. workout room with a treadmill and weights. Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Eight feet in a door. And it's just it's tough, man. It's fucking tough. Yeah. You know, I can get more done if I'm working out at a gym mm. because mentally I leave the house and yeah. it feels like I'm I'm off doing something. But when you for anybody and I'm sure there's tons of people that are watching this that work from home or or you're currently in school or you do homeschool or whatever and you're in the house all the fucking time, especially ones at work, it just it's hard to separate your work from your home life and then when you have free time it's even harder to want to work out in home uh, mm-hmm. when you already are home all the time. It's, it's true. Definitely the worst thing. So me sitting my ass down here for sure, man, I'm 33 and I feel like I'm 40 and I don't even know what 40 feels like, but yeah. I think I feel like 40 and I'm sure when I'm 40, I'm going to feel like I'm 60. <laughs> don't <laughs> I already feel like I'm 60. If I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Sorry, already. I already feel like I'm there. Gownson asks, uh, "You find a machine that can instantly teach your brain things, like the one in the Matrix, for example. But your brain mm. can only take so much training. What are three things or three skills—a craft, a language, a sport, uh, etc.—that you would choose to learn on the spot, and why?" Uh, I'm going to go with Mandarin because China's going to rule the fucking world in the next like 30 years. Uh, so that would be one. Uh, number two. Um, I would go with, oh, what a skill. I want to go with the, uh, I want to go with farming as a skill. Mm. General farming, uh, as a skill. And then, uh, like not animals, but like, you know, produce farming or something of that nature. Uh, and then, uh, last one, I'm going to go with. Hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. Shit. I want to know. I want to. I want to know. Uh, uh. Programming, because that's also basically the only job that's going to exist in about thirty years. So let's go. Let's go with those. And if I'm I had to narrow with, it down uh, right now. C++ and Java if I was training myself right now. I'm going to go with uh, playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with that. Anyone in particular? Uh, probably piano. Like get really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, second one would be uh, mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Not only will that keep me active, but I just am fascinated by it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. And the third one would be um, 
Oh, man. I'm going to go with... Uh, damn. See, I'd want to learn another language, but I just don't even know which one I'd pick. I'm probably just going to have to go with... Uh, damn. I'd probably go... No, I don't want to go with programming. Fuck that. I want to do that. Maybe... <laughs> Neither would I, but it pays money. It does pay money. It does pay money. Entry-level job in the States is like 130000 if you're certified. Hmm. I mean, that's going to change eventually to some other coding language. The idea being, if you know C++ and Java or whatever, learning other languages hmm. is easier. Shit, I don't even know what the third one would be. Let's go to the next question and I'll try and think of it. Shady asks, what's the easiest thing a girl can do to melt your heart? Smile and laugh. That's it. You know you're... <laughs> I mean, fuck. You know what? To melt my heart? Like, are we talking no. about to, like, try and, like, make you fall in love or, like, to... Yeah, which my answer stands. Smile and smile laugh. Smile and laugh. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something different, but you're you're, like, I think you've nailed it, dude. I really think you nailed it. I can't really think of any. I can't really like that's just if you want to just kind of melt you a little bit, smiling and laughing. Definitely, I think I'll put up with a lot of shit if you've got those two things down. Yeah, uh, the, a lot will be put up with if you have a uh, you know, if you have I, a good disposition and you're smiling and laugh. You smile and laugh. That's yeah. That's it. I, I, I I have to I'd have probably have to say the same. I mean, I'll I I I like a I like a woman that can have a conversation, you know, um, and be engaged when you're speaking to them. Mm-hmm. Like they're like they're like they're in it. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about something and they're like you know you have their full attention, and you know there's that thing going on. But they also I think, understand how to hold a conversation that doesn't involve Sephora. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, I'd probably go just at like quick, like in terms of like flirtiness and stuff. You know, if you just show a guy attention and like you said, you smile and you're laughing and you just seem like your guards down and you're not thinking that we're trying to like be a predator and you're just having a good time. uh, There's something sexy about that because there's some girls, they always got, you know, especially, you know, I hate to say it for good reason. Yeah. I mean, especially good looking chicks, right? They, they, they a lot of them they feel like um they feel like you 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 instantly you know want to fuck them or something you know just and that's because not they're attractive the yeah yeah just, and that's not always the case like seriously it's just not sometimes yeah you know you look at a chick it's like god damn but uh they they just it's like there's an automatic wall up and it's like a douchey one like it's like a dude that's been working out you know, and he's like, look at my gains. He's fucking walking around always flexing and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's what it's like for a woman that that think their fucking shit don't stink. And they think they're hot shit. Yeah, and yeah. then they pull out a cigarette. And then you're like, Jesus no, Christ. Stop. Hell no. I wouldn't fuck you with his dick. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty much where I'm at. <laughs> Black Jimmy. If forced, which third world country would you live in? Uh, which one? None. 
If forced, which third world country oh, would you if live forced. in? Forced. Okay. Uh, I'd probably go with like Africa. You would, I'd go with the My U.S. People. The U.S. <laughs> Come on, bro. You you go in too much on these motherfuckers. But, I mean, but low key though, third world country. Um, I'm heading. I'm heading. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I don't. I'm I don't. Going. Well, I don't know. I don't know where in Africa I'd be. For fuck's sakes, you know what I'm talking well, I mean, about. You, I don't, any, I don't, pretty much every country within that all, continent is third yeah, world. Like, so it's all third world for Christ's sake. <laughs> I know it's a goddamn continent, but I don't know all the different fucking spots in Africa. Holy shit! God damn! Is you drop me anywhere uh, in Africa? There, there are places. There are places that I wouldn't know for sure if they were third world or third world or not. Like, because there are some places that have super high tech, like main cities but are still technically third world like is is singapore is singapore in that category or some shit uh the philippines the philippines probably are the philippines is pretty dope as long as you you know you're is singapore a third world country i i don't i don't i don't don't fucking i I don't fucking know um uh, there there uh, there are places that but you know what i mean there are places that have like their capital their capital being. their capital city being amazing but the general populace is still living so that it's basically yeah i thought i thought like there uh, i thought i i have a cousin that sold all of his belongings and moved to singapore for a year and he was like a fucking but, god but that's what i'm saying cuz singapore is advanced but i didn't like i don't know like like there are places that have cities that are their main cities be hyper advanced like they're basically seoul south fucking korea and then you take three and a half steps outside that city and the rest of the country is literally dying 24 hours a day like they're like it's it's yeah i don't know i I, I, so i don't i don't know i don't know enough third world off the top of my head but uh, but I do know that I do want to visit Singapore, Vietnam, Thailand, Tokyo. Uh, I'd love to go to. I, yeah. I, I gotta see Tokyo at some yeah. point in my life. Like I, I gotta go, even though they're not obviously third world. But I want to go. <clears throat> Singapore, the country is basically Singapore, the city. See, there you go. I'm just an ignorant fucking white guy. What the fuck do I know, Jeff? Dude, I'm <laughs> I'm just fuck? some fucking. Dude, I'm an ignorant black guy. Where the fuck? Right? What the I don't know. Bro, I don't know shit about <laughs> anything outside of Canada like, and what? a little bit of United States. What the fuck do I know? Uh, I don't I don't fucking know, bro. I've left this I've left this country like twice and both times were to the US. What there the fuck go. do I know? Anyway, I'm going to Africa somewhere. If we're playing where in That's the world is Carmen San Diego, if that place doesn't involve the North America, I'm fucked. I'm going into a fucking jungle somewhere and I'm fucking wearing leaves and shit and I'm fucking going in with my people, my ancestors. <laughs> leaves <laughs> and shit. Well, dude, yeah, I want to wear I want to wear some of those like, you know, the shit you clothes that you make out of like the fucking the 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 jungle and stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got like one big fucking lily pad just covering my man package. Oh, my fucking God. running around spearing people and stuff, spearing fucking <laughs> <laughs> wild boar and shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm going. Uh, I'm going full Dave Chappelle. I'm going in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah. I'm getting out. 
I promise you, I promise you Dave Chappelle wasn't wearing a leaf over his <laughs> band package. <laughs> when that happened. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Wiggle Winnie. For, <laughs> for the free tribal tattoos. I'm going to fit right in. <laughs> so we need some more laughter in our lives. What are some of your? Uh, this comes from Wiggle Winnie. What are some of your uh, memorable or favorite stand-up comedian uh, comedians or performances? And what would you recommend? Eddie Murphy, uh, Raw. Yeah, that's just the show. I mean, Dave Chappelle's got some great stuff. Um, Cat Williams got some really good old stuff too. Cat Williams has exactly one routine that I laugh at and everything else Cat Williams has done I feel like has been oh, fucking me. terrible. I love me some Cat Williams. I haven't liked the newer stuff, but his older stuff. But uh, Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious. Mm. But Raw is fucking dope. Dope. If you guys haven't seen that shit, go watch it. It's classic. It's a fu- it's, that's it's still yeah, funny that's, today. That's Eddie Murphy in a red red leather suit, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. and he's got that whole ice cream skit, you know, with the with the ice cream truck. Yeah. The ice yeah. Cream yeah. Dude, that shit is Fuck. classic. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dave Chappelle. Almost everything Dave Chappelle's ever done is is it's great comedy gold. Your favorite comedian's favorite comedian is Dave Chappelle. Yep. Which is exactly why you should watch Dave Chappelle. Um, as far as, you know, other than that, um, uh, fucking what's his name? The Burger King and all that shit. Uh, fucking, um, Burger King, you know, the burger, you know, he, uh, <laughs> the, the B and E special fucking everyone hates him now. Um, what Dane Cook? Dane Cook, thank you. Start with a D. Mm. I couldn't, couldn't. My, my brain wanted just because I was saying Dave. My brain was like Dave, mm. Dave, Dave. No, yeah. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Yeah. Dane, everyone hates on Dane Cook. Guess what, motherfuckers? Some of his he's old shit to, is some of the funniest shit you're ever gonna see. Is some straight funny stuff. up. Um, and then um, I'm great with names today, but there's one more guy that I can't remember for the life of me. He's like super nerd, big old fucking no nose, like a fucking bowl cut. And he, uh, it's completely non-traditional comedy, but he's incredibly smart. Like, one of the smartest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Um, fuck, what's his name? Chat, help me out here. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking uh, about. He was in the movie Pandemic as well in a small role. Um... Um, I have no idea. It's gonna happen. I'm I'm going to fucking. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's coming. I'm just gonna scroll through this Google thing until I find it. It's of course not in the top fucking list. Is it Dimitri? Yeah, Dimitri Martin. That's it. I don't even know who that is. Yes. Uh, Dimitri Martin, who uh, is 46, and he looks like he's 16. Um, But yeah, incredibly smart motherfucker. He has, I think he's got some stuff that's on Netflix, maybe, or one of the streaming services, but either way. uh, He's got stuff on YouTube as well that you can watch. Really smart comedy that is unlike pretty much any other comedy that you will see. Uh, and, and definitely, uh, a fun, a fun watch if you're looking for something that's different than the usual, like, 
the usual shit. Because pretty much everyone's doing the same bits right now. It's just who does the same bits better. Um, and uh, yeah, he does he does it a little different. So I would I would I would say check Dimitri Martin out. Now that I can't fucking remember any names today. Uh, not that that's any different from any other day of the week. We're almost at the end, Jeff. We almost made it. All right, I'm getting tired and hungry. Um. Uh, some of this is a similar question before, but uh, I'll ask it anyway, just in case you come up with something else. Uh, Mishitaki asks, uh, if you were stuck in a time loop for five years, uh, going to the hyperbolic time chamber, Jeff, five years, okay. what skill right. would you use uh, or would you learn or use that time to learn? For five years. You got five years to crush some shit and learn a skill. Hmm. Are you going to go with piano if you got five years to just crush it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Come fucking Mozart or whatever the fuck, whoever, whoever, or no. Uh, yeah, Mozart's uh, yeah, right. Mozart. Yeah, Mozart. Yeah, yeah. you got, yeah. Yeah. Go fucking Mozart probably going to need more than five years for that bad boy. Yeah, probably. But you can shoot for need, it. Hey, go for it. You went for a free Mercedes. Why not shoot for Mozart? Right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. I about, those I shots, hate. you know, you both the same. You got to shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> I'd learn another language. I don't know what language, but if you give me five years, you know, fluency, easy peasy. Uh, I've always wanted to do that. It's probably never going to happen in my lifetime, but there you go. Uh, Kaluzzi, Bruce Almighty imbues you with the ultimate, uh, with ultimate power, but forces you to look into your past and not change one bad, uh, and not change one bad thing that has happened to you, and change one good thing that has happened to you. What are those two events and the reason as to why you chose them? So we have to not change a bad thing and change a good thing. Fuck. Change a good thing? Yeah, and then not change and then choose something to not change that's a bad thing. Uh, a good thing that I would change would be uh, a good thing that I would change. I mean, I guess going to university, it was a good thing that I went, but I guess I'd change it because I don't, I didn't need it. Mm. Is that kind of, is that kind of cheating? Mm. Uh, I was going to say the same thing, so. I'm going, I'm going with that. Yeah. And, and then a bad thing, a bad thing that I wouldn't change or that you, that you, that you're not allowed to change. Basically, basically giving you ultimate power, but you, 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 you have to swap two things. Um, I would go with, um, getting laid off from my construction job mm. that made it so that I got evicted from my apartment uh. and then went uh, back home and then started working at being a server. Mm. So I'll go with that sort of the domino effect, which kind of sprung me into wanting to do this. Mm. And I wouldn't change it because it's, yeah, everything, everything um, worked out. Yeah. I, I, again, my same idea would for me is similar was getting turned down for the management position at Enterprise and not taking the management position at Loblaws. Because here we are. Here we are. Boom. Just like that. Just that like it? that. 
There's one last one. Oh. It's an easy one, though. Kimmitz asks. Long. Uh, well, actually, how long have we been? It's, it's, only, it's only been two hours. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. Holy fuck. This feels like forever. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten since we're entertaining. This we're, we're entertaining the people, Jeff. They have nothing else to do with their lives suppose, right now. I suppose I just want to eat food. That's if I true. had food in front of me, I'd still go for an hour. Well, me, that's care. the answer. Kimmitz asks, you are invisible for one hour. What do you do? Eat food. <laughs> eat food. I don't even know what I'd do for an hour with invisibility, honestly. I, I just don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe just like uh, I just people watch, but be invisible. So like you can hear conversations and stuff. There's something, there's there, there's like it, it's like when you're sitting in an airport waiting for your flight and you're just people watching. There is something entertaining mm. about that shit. That but mm. invisible. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm just sticking with eating food. That's fair. Invisibility. I mean, I, yeah, I, I I definitely I definitely eat me some food for sure. I feel like if you do something that's invisible, it's either going to be illegal or really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, why else would you want to be invisible? Exactly. Mr. Black, that's all we got. That's it. Tell, tell them what to do. Hey, get on over to patreon.com slash lag TV. Go show some love. Hit that like button. Check out our sponsors and be here next week. Same time, same place. Next Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Technical Alpha. Thank you so much, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one. That's, that's all we got. Peace! <laughs>